Hello, everyone. You listen to J Movie Talk, episode 269, as I'll be talking to Godfather 2. The history of two generations of crime. The drama of absolute power and the men who violate it. The Godfather, Part 2. What is your name? Don Vito Corleone and his son, Michael, both had seen the ones they loved most cut down before their eyes. Both had killed as an act of vengeance. Both commanded the most powerful and merciless crime organization in the world. Is it true that in the year 1950, you devised the murder of the heads of the so-called five families in New York? It's a complete falsehood. They would take any measures. I mean, you've won. You want to wipe everybody out? I don't feel I have to wipe everybody out, Tom. Just my enemies. Make any arrangement. Michael? We're bigger than U.S. steel. Order any death to protect the empire they controlled. The Godfather and his heir. Both were men of ice and both were targets. Please, please stay inside. Keep them alive. We'll try. Marco! Alive! The Godfather Part 2 is Sicily in 1921. And Nevada in 1958. It is revolution in Havana. And rubouts in New York. It is manipulation. It would be like trying to kill the president. There's no way we can get to him. If anything in this life is certain, if history's taught us anything, it says you can kill anyone. It is murder. And it is betrayal. It was a son, a son, and I had it killed because this must all end. The Godfather Part Two is the final chapter in the violent history of the Corleone crime family. It is the motion picture masterpiece of the year. back continuing on with the godfather month and once again joining me along this interesting journey the one and the only mr jeff from jeff versus the world how you doing sir doing good doing good yeah so here we are godfather 2 probably what considered like <laughs> the greatest sequel of all time maybe it's up there yeah. it's debatable you know either that terminator 2 and uh what else something else uh shoot i can't think of that right now but yeah either yeah i mean most likely either that or terminator 2 or, or well aliens aliens there you go yeah, yeah them three. Aliens. 
Yeah, those those are like the big three for as far as sequels go. But um, I was actually doing. I was trying to do some research and see like, was this like the first like legit sequel? And from what I kind of gathered, no, it's not the first sequel, but it's like the first sequel that continued on from the first story, like from the first part. Right. So, because I was thinking like, yeah, this is okay. The first one came out in 72. This one came out two years later. And you, I mean, back then you weren't getting sequels. So they probably was like, well, what? Y'all continuing this story? Like, wait a minute. More story to tell. A lot of story to tell. Because, I mean, as we know, The Godfather is a big book and I haven't read it. I know you haven't read it, so, which I think I want to go read and I probably will read it after we finish the trilogy. I'll probably go read it just to see like certain, like, to, hopefully they, they explain certain stuff that I feel like the movie, at least the first two, leave out. Well, he did tell me the book has nothing to do with Godfather 2. Hmm. Okay. So it was just a complete, it was just Francis Ford Coppola and uh, Mario Puzo said, all right, we just, we, we just going to make up some shit. <laughs> we got some shit to add. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right, well, that's okay. That's, that makes it even more interesting. Um. All right. So, I mean, we, we kind of talked about it a little bit, like towards the end of um, the first episode that we did about this cast and everything like the cast for this movie, I think is just a little bit better than the cast of the first movie. I wouldn't argue with you about that. And I mean, of course we got everybody. Well, I should say everybody that didn't die for the most part in the first one, they returned mm-hmm. uh, with the addition of Robert De Niro as young Vito Corleone. Mm-hmm. Um, bitch. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, Leo was cool, man. I don't, I don't give a fuck. No, I say like, he was. Mike, like, we, we'll get to it. I explained to you, um, when I talked to you how I felt about Michael now, and look at because yeah. just seeing Vito's story, how he, you know, how he started. Michael just, you know, mm. yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's filthy. It, it's like. You know, like when they talk about the rise and the fall, it's like you see it in the rise of one side and the fall of the other one. It's really, really, you are because Michael got sloppy, <laughs> real sloppy, <laughs> real sloppy, and and Tom kind of called him out on it like towards the end. But we'll we'll get to that. Why you hurt me, Michael? <laughs> Man, he did Tom dirt. But well, I mean, I'll mention it now. But anytime I see like that scene and thinking about what third movie plot was supposed to be it's like man what could have been now you know I've heard he kind of talk about that but I never asked him what was the plot so what was the plot supposed to be in the third one it really was supposed to be like because I mean at that point it's just Michael Tom Connie or you know from the you know from the family family yeah. or yeah. left the original and, people that we know yeah, it, it's like them. And, I mean, you still was going to have that, I think, that kind of story with Vincent and uh, the daughter. You still was going to have that in there. But the main conflict really was going to be 
Michael and Tom. Because Tom basically, I'm tired of your shit. <laughs> you know, like, oh, like you, you. I guess they they couldn't come to terms with Robert Duvall, right? Yeah, it's like I'm like how I'm like how do y'all how do you screw that up? Like, come on, Copla, how you screw that up? Yeah, so, I know it came in the money. Get that man his money. It's like a Robert Duvall ain't just know anybody now. I mean, right? hey, Robert, you know Robert Duvall, the man invented some heavy hitter movies his damn self. Like besides the Godfather, but. Yeah, for some reason they couldn't work it out. So it's like, all right, well, I'm gonna ball up that script and let me do some other crap. And well, I mean, we we'll, we'll get there when we talk about the third. One, but it's just like that scene towards the end of this movie really was planting the seeds of what was gonna come, like that conflict between him and Tom. So yeah, so like I say, so we got Robert De Niro popping up here as young Vito Corleone. Uh, Lee Strasberg as Hyman Roth. It's <laughs> <laughs> on his last leg. <laughs> well, Michael, you said maybe died to say heart attack for twenty years. Like, uh, and, uh, let's see, we got GD Spalding as Senator Geary, who we gonna talk about him in <laughs> just real <here>. soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that man was out of pocket from the get go. Yeah, you did. like I said, he got what he deserved. Yeah, he did. He did. And then I, probably this happened. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what happened. <laughs> that, man was hurt. that man was confused. That man the way he had did. <laughs> it was hurt. And then probably the MVP of this movie, Michael V. Gaza as Frank Pantangeli, Frankie Five Angels. All right, MVP. Hey, that man yeah, was your it. personal MVP. You no damn MVP. <laughs> The man is the MVP of this movie. Oh, like, he ain't. No, he ain't. Look, you got to mm. put, put some respect on that man name. I will, I will not. <laughs> All right, if you had to choose between oh, him man. and Fredo. Oh, Fredo. You know what? That's that. Just, the funny thing is, Fredo might be the MVP. Fredo, either Robert De Niro, maybe the MVP. I know I'm, you know, kind of messing up your thing, but surprise, <laughs> if y'all want to know. It's either because we'll come down to one of them two, and that's talking <laughs> right. about the movie I may decide. Alright. Okay. So the movie kicks off in nineteen oh one. Like, ugh, like wait a minute, where the hell we at? <laughs> and, <laughs> and we get we get the whole like little backstory of uh Vito, you know, basically was in Italy. His dad already got murdered. His brother said, I'm gonna go, you know, get my revenge. Brother get murdered. And everything he laid out. So the mama, she's like, Man, look, we gotta go talk to this damn Don because he just killing my whole family and I don't want him killing my baby boy. So they go to his house and he's sitting there and everything. And she like plead with him, like, look, you didn't kill my husband, you didn't kill my oldest son. Please don't kill my youngest son. Like, you know, he's a sweet boy, he won't come harm you. And Don's sitting there like no, nah, I gotta get him too, cause yeah, look, he's gonna look at grow up. <laughs> he, he's got those revenge eyes. He gonna grow up and come back and and shank me. Yeah. More on that later. Um, <laughs> and so she ended up pulling out a damn Vito run, yeah. and Vito like, oh, what's going on? Oh, uh-huh. let me, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> let me he was take sitting there for a minute, like I'm like, bro, you gotta go. Yeah, like the mama that pulled that knife, like, 
look, get out of here because I know it's going to happen to me, but I'm giving you time to get out of here. So he take off running. Why, why the man come up, basically push her back, and then she get blowed away? Like, what the hell is that about? Some nasty business there. So they take off running after him. Vito, he quick because he didn't. Some way he gave him the slip. Mm-hmm. No and little kids fast as hell. <laughs> he gave him the slip. Catch no little kid. And he ended up getting to like a little safe house with a family that he knew in Coleon. And uh, the Don's goons is out there like turning me in. Any family that's, you know, harboring the boy, you know, y'all going to get dealt with. Man, put him in the damn fruit basket and <laughs> walked him out right in front of him and waved at him as he walked past. Yeah, hey. Good to have people that love you. Yeah, right. So they end up he ended up getting him on the boat to come to America. And that's what that's that's Ellis Island, right? Because always that's what I always took it as Ellis yeah. Island. So he comes in on the boat and okay, maybe because I've been talking to you too much. Why when 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 the boat is looking at they passing the uh, Statue of Liberty? I, I hear in my head, John Claude Van Damme, America. <laughs> hey man, chill out, man. <laughs> Sam, that's that's what I thought because that because that shit did not make sense in in, in that movie. But it would have been funny if he would have just bust out saying it here because Vito, as a kid, he don't talk at all. Nope. And he's more he's observant. You see that when he get older. Yeah. But he just he just looking and you got these people just getting corralled all in, you know, in here, you know, go. All right. Your turn. Get up. Go. And you in the front of the line, you move. You hear like, what the hell? Like, Jesus. Like, you got measles. Get going. Go, go, <laughs> go to this room. Three months. <laughs> Shit. But OK, the filthiest thing that happened here, because I forgot to mention. His name is Vito Andolini. That is his name. The man get to the front of the line. The man that looks at him, because the man asked him, what's your name? The dude that's pushing everybody to the front of the line. He looks at his name and says, his name is Vito Antolini from Corleone, Italy. The man sitting behind the counter basically said, man, fuck it. Your name Vito Corleone. Corleone. I like that better. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck what you say. Well, actually, fuck what your paper say. Like, wait a minute. How you just change this kid's name? <laughs> Like, It'd be funny if he started talking to that and saying something. That's not my name, <laughs> right? But he did. But he, probably speak, he probably couldn't speak English, so it was just like whatever yeah, y'all say. I guess. Yeah, he know because I mean, matter of fact, after he get his physical and everything, he's standing in the hallway. They say a Vito Corleone, Vito Corleone, dude. Yeah, he, he like who is that? <laughs> so usher him in the room. Then he goes sit in the little chair, start singing his little song, and <sighs> then he, he, was trans- singing, he was singing his trap music from Italy. Oh my god, trap! All right, don't 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 do that. <laughs> let, me, let me not because that might be a real song. And yeah, let me stop. Right? Just so, jokes, folks. Yes, yes, it's all jokes. We don't don't, don't take any what we say seriously. I mean, we Please we, we have fun with these podcasts. That's what we do. Um, so it transitions do a smooth transition to current day. Um, in the movie, nineteen fifty eight. And again, here we are at this damn party. And it's a big function because um it was bigger uh, than the first one that we saw in the first movie. Yeah, well, first of all, they on the water. 
and and everything. You got uh, politicians there because I mean, like I said, we see Senator Gary and his his bullshit. But um, yeah, because it's for it was it was something about for Anthony, his, his uh, the son, where he was. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he just got um, was it baptized? Yeah, he got baptized, but also he was being honored for. So I forgot exactly what that was. He was getting honored for. Um, and so, like I said, the whole thing with Senator Geary, he come, he goes up and he making the announcement about you know the donation and everything, and they want to, mm-hmm. like, let's um, uh, you know, uh, Michael Pat, who the hell is Pat? Uh, uh, K, you know, like, okay, you you up here playing these people face, getting the names wrong, mm-hmm. just, act, just acting real goofy, right? And it's like, okay, this is what Michael talked about, you know, in the first movie about him being more legitimate, being more of a person of the community <laughs> and everything. Um, but in the process of this, we start to kind of start to see some of the major players of this because we get Connie pulling up <laughs> with her new man. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, she came in wild too. <laughs> and the mama was furious with she was like, you don't go uh, see your kids? What the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, and, then, and then she's like, you remember Merle, don't you? She's like, Man, get the hell off of me. Like, yeah, did you fuck? see that face she had when he, she, he had kissed her? She was like, ugh. Get off of me. Yeah, like, pretty much. I, I know where your lips be. Get the hell off of me. Hell <laughs> what the fuck? So, but she, uh, she was just furious. And it's funny, like, seeing Connie here after the first movie because, you know, Connie went through it. In that first movie, Good and like, well, think about I, this. I gotta do Rocket and Mom, so this is gonna be a transition, <laughs> <laughs> which is funny because this is a year before the first Rocky. Good lord, <laughs> that's what's crazy about it. So, yeah, so she kind of like, why it's like, damn, it's like, damn, kind of what the hell you've been, you've been out here in these streets, like, you, oh, she's been, she been tricking. I, I mean, I'm ain't gonna hold you, she's been out there. So, so then we get. Where okay now we behind closed doors with Senator Geary, and he mm. ain't doing all that kind of <laughs> you know chucking and all that and everything. He more serious and they talking business, and he come out his mouth real greasy with Michael. Greasy like in in Michael's house. Yes. They ain't in no like neutral place. He talking greasy in that man's house, and he say his name right too, just to let him know like yeah I was doing that for Michael. sure. Yeah, right. And Michael just sitting there like, all right, whatever. Yeah, he just like they, they don't give him, you know, shit like that. One thing I do admire from Michael, shit like that don't rattle him. Even the shit with Roth, he never really show his emotions too much, but sometimes they show in this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. And they show like a quick glimpse of Tom. He just cut his eyes at him like, all right, sure you want to be talking like this? Like, okay, because I mean, is Tom is in the room, Rocco is there. You you never see Rocco, but he in there, and Al is right behind the center. So it's almost like if Michael gave Al that, that nod, we'll send the gear to be not oh, to yeah. paint quick. Man, Cam, they're talking about I, I don't like your, your people, you know, greasy <laughs> hair. What the fuck? I don't like your people. I don't like how y- y'all try to pass off as, as, as Americans and their thing. Like, wait a minute. Like they were, we, Michael was born here. What are you talking about? Nobody gonna say we are part of the same hypocrisy. What exactly. are you talking about? Like, like don't don't do that. 
So they talk about the gaming commission and thing. He basically trying to squeeze, but he can tell him point blank. Yeah, I'm trying to squeeze you. I know what the price is, but shoot, I'll feel I'll feel squeeze you because I don't like your people. Like, ugh. We like, say two fifty. He said two fifty, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm, and it That's, was only twenty thousand. Yeah, it's like, like, why, like, why, Michael even asked, like, why you, why you doing me like this? Because <laughs> I can. Because I don't like your type of people. So I'm gonna get every. I'm gonna squeeze, you know, that orange as tight as I can. Get every drop out of. It. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. So. So he started talking back to her. Gary's like, man, all right, that's enough. I don't want to hear nothing you got to say. I didn't say what I said. I'm leaving and everything. He's like, man, look, I'm going to tell you this. Here's my here's my offer. Nothing. <laughs> and I want you to put up the money for the game of commission. He looked, uh-huh, okay. Like, Open that door, son. Oh, ladies, I didn't know you were out here. Like said, the gear be cold switching too. And Michael just looking at his ass, like, "Yeah, we gonna fix his ass. Don't worry about that." <laughs> but it just shows you, like, the politicians is dirty, even dirtier. The pro- yeah, dirtier. Yeah, because he was doing, you know, Fredo Club. He was doing some nasty business. Oh, ugh, ugh. so speaking of Fredo, so oh, he pulls up. Talk about your boy. Just get it over with. No, please. no, no. I'm just saying. He pulls up. I ain't gonna lie. That look. That suit was was dope. I, I, I'll rock that, that suit. suit was not dope. What is I'll wrong with you? <laughs> I'll rock that suit. Well, maybe not that one. I probably maybe that other one he had on. Oh, good look. That suit was the, the yeah. The other suit was better. That one was just looking weird. <laughs> well, it, well, it's like his pants were too high in the cummerbund. With I don't know. It's something weird about that part. But but that jacket. I don't know. I probably could pull off that jacket. I don't know. Um. So he pulls up and okay, like I said, we're not gonna. I, I, I promise you, we're not gonna go have too long. Have your fun. This look, is your podcast. Get look, it out of the way. Look, we see the first time we see Frank Pantera, he's sleeping in the damn chair. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> Willie Chichi got to wake him up. Wake your ass up. <laughs> and then the next time we see him, this man drinking out of a damn water hose. <laughs> And he's not holding it. Willie Chi-Chi's holding the water. <laughs> look, look, I I don't even know what was the reason or why. I knew, I knew me and you would get along once you put that picture on Twitter. I was like, because ain't no way. He, he, that shit is just hilarious. Like, why is he drinking out this water hose? That I mean, it was damn bad. He could have got anything to drink out there. Anything. I'm sure they had anything he wanted. He drank it out of water hose. Yeah. What? But the thing, that's what he drank it out the water hose. The <laughs> fact that Willie Chi-Chi is holding the hose for him, he just bent down like, what is happening right now? Like, what is Basically, this? Somebody got to hold it for him. He ain't going to hold it. I'm, I'm Look, I asked the question. I'm going to ask it on the show. What the hell in 1958 had that man messed up like this? <laughs> Nothing. He was sleeping. He woke up with a he was thirsty. You never wake up. You wanted some water? No, not like look. He, he wasn't just sleep and woke up like that man. That man was drinking something. That man was tired, man. He's an old man. He probably was probably had no water in years. Well, well that's his fault. But <laughs> he, he, he could have been drunk. We don't know. Because the way that's he went up to that band, good lord. Oh, well. Talk about foreshadowing because he got man end up playing Pop Goes the Weasel. So <laughs> right there, that's, that was foreshadowing. Man, but, like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> like, good lord. 
<laughs> and he was, he was, man, Frank Fantano was furious. He was like, man, because, okay, so real quick, before I go into it, so the character of Frank Fantano didn't exist either. Oh, that character was they created. Yeah. They created because of uh, the whole, the guy that played Clemenza uh, didn't come back for this, uh, the part two, right? Yeah, because some, okay, Clemenza was on some, uh, I'm talking about the actor, he was on some nonsense too because he basically like, I want to write all my own lines and all this. Like, wait a minute. What are you talking about? Write your own lines. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, he, oh, he just messed up his own bag. So Pretty much. <laughs> like, who you, you, look, you ain't Marlon Brando. <laughs> you know, you, you just, you yeah, just, it's, you. It's levels and. Yeah, like, wait a minute. I let Brando pull that nonsense one, well, twice. I ain't letting you pull it once. <laughs> you said twice. Yes. I know what the second one is, but I have a keep. I ain't even gonna go there right now. Boy, yeah, I've man. heard stories about that movie. I say watch the documentary. <laughs> documentary. Yeah, somebody else told me that too. Somebody was like, <laughs> watch watch the documentary because it'll it's just insane. Put it like this: the documentary is basically the comedy version. Of, I mean, the comedy version of the documentary is Tropic Thunder in a sense. <laughs> in a sense, I got <laughs> that's. You. That's basically what it is. So he, so Frank Pantangeli is furious about the fact that he got me waiting in the lobby. <laughs> I was like, bro, he got you waiting outside. You ain't in the fucking lobby. <laughs> so while that's going on, Johnny Olo, he didn't pull up, or uh, Uncle Junior himself from the Sopranos, he pulls up. He gets he gets to walk straight in. See, Michael. They had a meeting because they talking about you know the business deal with Hyman Roth. Because once again, just like the first movie, like we talked about, the opening scene basically is like setting everything, you know, in play, putting everything in play, really. And so, like I say, Johnny Olo, he worked for Hyman Roth, and it's funny how we hear about Hyman Roth like a long time before we actually see him. So, um. Tom, okay, so we we find out that Tom is really like on the outs at this point because he's just a lawyer. Go to family, he ain't because <laughs> he was taking his he was taking his time to leave that room. Yeah, he was like, man, I don't want to leave. Shit, <laughs> I'm like, I'm right here if you need me, man. Go, please, and tell, and tell Rocco to come in here. That, that's what you can do, <laughs> basically. Like, Pretty much because like the inner circle now really is. I mean, with Michael is is Rocco, who's the cap capo regime. You got Al, and and that's it. Those those are your three. And and like I say, and, and Tom is on the outs, really, which is kind of weird when we get later into the movie because of what Michael does, and I'm like, okay, this kind of weird. But so like I said, all that's kind of going on, and. We get, we get what Connie finally gets in to see Michael. Cause that when she met with the mama, she was like, "I need to talk to Michael." You know, it's <laughs> like you go see your kids first before you worry about going to see your brother. Like, what are you doing? And everything. So when she finally get in there, Al looked like he had too much wine. Cause that man was like he was sleep behind the bar basically, and Michael was giving Merle the filthiest looks. Like who when you know, I, I ain't gonna hold you. If you ain't know him, you would too. I feel like there was more about that character. You know, it's like, okay, why why are you why are you giving this man these filthy looks? Like, I well, feel like there was more I, to it. 
you know, listen. Yeah, you know, somebody could, I guess, tweet us or whatever and tell us if we're wrong or whatever. First of all, Michael didn't know. And he's not Italian. True. So, but, you know, but it, he's not but, Italian. So that's the way he's going to look at him. Like, I don't know him. I don't know his business. I don't know how he make his money. Who the fuck is this dude? And plus, but this also, is what, too, it was it was more anger towards his sister than it was really Merle also as well. Yeah, plus this is like like husband number four, I think. I, don't, I can't even remember. I think that yes, he said because he was like, he's not even dry on your divorce. So I'm yeah. like, damn, she just got a divorce. So yeah, it's got. I'm gonna say this is husband three to be safe. Okay. Yeah, because we know what happened to Carlo. <laughs> <laughs> he got carried out with his feet hanging out the day. Last time we saw Clemenza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Last time, yeah, last time we saw who who supposedly had a heart attack. By the way, <laughs> it wasn't a heart attack. <laughs> she said that quick. Now that was no heart attack. <laughs> but so it's like you run around the world with men that you know, you know, all over the place. Like, well, what do you come to me? For? You're not my father. What do you come to me for? Because I need money. Like, because I need shit. money. I was like, shit. She wouldn't have told Rocky that. <laughs> she told Rocky, "You can't win." <laughs> that was Connie coming out in that moment. <laughs> so Michael basically tells her like look stop all this nonsense come home come you know be with the family mm-hmm. you know stop all this nonsense because you, you keep running around with Merle over here I, I, ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna be supporting you no more <laughs> let him figure Pretty much. you gotta figure this shit out life on your own yeah which is kind of a true thing like, like she said like Oh, I'm trying to get on this cruise ship. Oh, I know Michael. He can he can get me on there some type of way. Like, why can't Merle do it? Right? Like he broke. <laughs> Where's <laughs> money at? That's what it seemed like. Yeah, that's that's what I was getting at too. I was like, wait a minute. Why Merle? Like she she like right in front of Merle saying, "I come I'm coming for money." Merle, what's up with you? Like, nah. like, like what you bringing to the table? Like what, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Merle broke. Merle bro, a broke boy. <laughs> he found out. And Merle is a broke boy trying to get in. Look, the man named Merle, so. <laughs> Shout out to the people named Merle out there. Chill out, man. <laughs> well, anyway, so so this this party has turned into like a doggone. It, it went from a big, a big function to just like an extended like house party, basically. You got people out there with a campfire going. And- yeah, it did get weird. Like what the hell is going on? So this is like right. This is clearly not for your son anymore. No, what's really going on? <laughs> oh no, this just them. They just vibing at this point because we, you know, they having the, like a little dinner uh, scene with the family and everything. And that's when we meet uh, Fredo's wife, Deanna. And boy, oh, this woman, she just because <laughs> she. It was funny. She's not Italian either, and. Well, you know, I mean, you no, know, Michael didn't marry an Italian either. So it's just, you know, I guess it's already right for the men, but when the sister do it, you're gonna kind of look strange, like, wait a minute. Yeah. Which is funny because like I say, Michael married Michael married uh K. Fredo married Deanna. Uh Connie's there with Merle. And then well, Tom is not Italian, but he might as well be even with the family so damn long. He married to Teresa. Let's say none of them. None of them is a tag, which is weird. So all the kids pretty much well, Fredo didn't have no kids, but 
Um, so well, they it's sitting there. Funny if they did add it. <laughs> oh, Fredo had a he had a son. <laughs> yeah, let, let, yeah. Instead of it being Sonny's illegitimate, let it have been Fredo's. <laughs> that would have been a completely different movie. Oh, you got that right. Oh, especially let's, Fredo! Hope get, let's hope we can get his father's brain. Just good lord. Oh god damn it! Look, you are gonna leave Fredo alone, man. Look, are you are you gonna make, oh let me ask you now so when that part come make sure you add that sound bite that dumb I'm smart <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll, I'll put it in there um <laughs> so so they all sitting around and okay Frankie is, is clearly drunk off his ass right here cause their eyes yeah. is all all glassy and shit. yeah he and he's crazy. like he like, look, I ain't come to for, for no dinner. dinner. I came to talk yeah. business. Like, and then I like, get pissed. Like, hi, you pushing me, old man. And then he knocked over the wine glass. Ah, like, the fuck you doing? Like, wait a minute. Like, <laughs> man, let me hurry up and get this man in the room somewhere. So I have to kill yeah, him. Like, look, man, that's older people, man. Y'all gotta talk to us quick. We ain't got time <laughs> to be sitting around this shit. Especially <laughs> when they're drunk. So he <laughs> just acted the day of food. So so, if, um, okay, I'm trying to which happened first was the thing with Dana acting a fool, or did they go and had a meet? No, they went and had to meet. Yeah, they had a meeting first. No, yeah, they had a meeting first. Yeah, they did because okay. Frankie's not around for, for when Deanna started acting the fool and Rocco got a hoister away. <laughs> so, Fredo, <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, don't be screaming for him now. <laughs> so, so they go, you know, they go ahead and meet and. Trying to figure, Michael just trying to figure out what the hell going on, man. Like, look, Clemenza offered the Rosado brothers this territory, and he died. Now you supposed to do this, but you, I welched. Well, yeah, you welched. Like, what's going on? So he going on about the Rosado brothers ain't shit, basically. And you know he hated, you know, Clemenza hated them just as much, and he started going in about Hyman Roth and just he just even though he was drunk. And, I, and like I told you this before we did the episode, even though he was drunk and what he was saying is kind of out there, but he was right. Unless you see it a different way. Uh, who was right? Uh, Frank Pantangeli. Right about what? what exactly about, 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 about not doing, like, not really, tr- don't trust or get in too, like, don't get in league with Hyman Roth too much. And the Rosado brothers, you know, the, they don't deserve nothing because they ain't nothing. They, you know, they ain't about nothing. I, I absolutely believe you are right. He he was telling the truth, but Michael had another motive for why he was doing business with him. Michael just wanted the business to get done first. He didn't want to interrupt it, and they were in the process of you know doing their business. So, but he was right though, because I mean, they tried to get him. Oh boy, yeah, they yeah they definitely tried to get him. Damn. You know, for the longest time when I was younger and I used to watch this movie, I guess because I really was, I was half-ass paying attention. I thought uh, Frank, Frankie had something to do with it. Like he, he put the hit out because the way he left out, he's like, I was just drunk, and you know, he just left out or whatever. And they were like, "You want him to go?" But tonight, he's like, "Nah, he's just the old man that's drunk." Yeah, so, let, yeah, let him go. Let, let, let him go sleep. You know, later on, when I, once I start focusing on the movie, I'm like, "Oh yeah, Hammer Roth, dirty." I mean, oof. Yeah. 
I mean, look, if Frank Fantasy was still there, he'd have been like, oh, let's kill them all. Let's kill them. Let's kill them. <laughs> you know, he'd have been yeah, crazy. Let's get them all, Mikey. We said, let's get them all while we got all our uh, muscle. That's right. Well, well, he was right. I know. But Mike, Mike, try to get this big deal done. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah. Yeah. Be, you know, I want him to think we still cool. <laughs> all right. Yeah. yeah. Even though and Vanna, that man sitting there looking like, I can't wait to Yo. kill you with. He was giving him the dirtiest looks. Yes, like, he was. Michael not seeing this? <laughs> no, because he was just, he, he was tunnel vision. I think that's what it was. He was tunnel vision. But so, so yeah, so all that go down, you're like, you're like, teach about this. You know, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Yes. The old man had too much wine. The old man had too much wine. He out of here. So, now you know why he was drinking out that water hose. Like, but still, I don't, I don't know the wine that got nobody drinking like that. Still, he, that man was, listen, he Italian. He was drinking, drinking. Stop playing. You know where I go. You think they had one or two glasses and lit? Nah, them boy, them boy. Wait, 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 wait. So he was like General Ross. Reload. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> man, that man sitting outside all day. You bet he was drinking something. They probably had that heat stroke. But <laughs> that's why he was asleep. <laughs> That boy was tired. Look, Willie Chichi was not his bodyguard. That man was his handler. That man had to be protected from himself. So, so anyway, so like I say, everything that went on, the party then died down and everything. So Michael finally gets some time with Kay and, and everything. They dance and everything. And Kay kind of pulled a uh, Giselle on him. Like, man, you told me seven years ago that the Coleone family going to be legitimate. Let me tell you something about a woman. I don't care what nationality they are. You say some shit like that, they ain't going to forget. And she made sure to bring that shit up. Like, yo, you told me five years. Mm-hmm. Like, cause she knew. Well, she didn't know exactly maybe everything, but she knew, you know, the business was dirty. And like, we still doing this shit. And like, yeah. bro, I, like, I want to feel safe. I want to be comfortable. I want to, you know, have an ease of mind, you know, but. She probably never had an ease of mind after, you know, being with Michael. You know, mm-hmm. once you know that the end of Godfather, seeing that door closing, the motherfucker <laughs> kissing your husband, husband hand. She's like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, wait a minute. What's happening? <laughs> right. She's like, you told me five years. That was seven years ago. Yeah, seven years ago. Like, come on. Come on, Tom Brady. You both, you both are retired. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you both be retired. <laughs> that oh, was, shit. I ain't even think about that. You still, you still trying to run run hard out there. What you doing? That man was out there struggling yesterday. Well, can't happen to a better fella. But, uh, hey, but, uh, and she's pregnant right now, too. She is pregnant. Yes. Does it feel like a boy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh. Damn. And I'm not, I'm not laughing at it. It's just, it just like what we know what, what comes later and how furious that man gets. It's just like... Ugh. That man super punt, super smacked her. Look, that man, that man hit her with a Roman Reigns. Because it's already bad enough Al Pacino short, right? <laughs> so he had to jump up and smack her. Are you still the goat, Pacino? Uh, and, it, and it looked like he slapped her for real, too. That's what's crazy, bro. You know... For years, I used to slow it down because I'm like, did he smack her for real? And I'm talking about, you know, actor, actress. Like, what the fuck? Yes. Like, uh, you're like y'all work this out. That was, like I said, there wasn't no hard, there wasn't no, like, light. That was him to put all his frustration and muscle into that, too. Oh, my God. So, so you know, the party dies down. 
you know, because the whole thing too is like, okay, it's like they were trying to tell us something about him and Anthony too. Like him and Anthony is not really that close in a way. It's almost like Anthony, like I, I, I know something ain't right with my dad. He, something ain't right. Like I know things is kind of weird because he's getting older. So he's starting to probably pay attention to a lot of stuff too. And so I think that's another reason why Michael was like, well, if it's another boy, maybe I can do, do better by this new kid. You know, opposed to hiding, kind of screwed up with my older I, son. I think it's uh, I think it's almost the same thing as Vito, because like without reading the book, me and you would never know why he had this thing for Michael. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I plan, you know, he planned his future out, but with Sonny, oh, you just let him get into business and Fredo. Basically, the family just took care of Fredo. So it was just, why did you have this? I understand it's the baby boy, but why? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's almost like you loved him more than your other sons and daughter. And especially, I mean, when we get into the the flashback stuff, when by the time Michael is born, shoot, that's who that's who Vito holding all the damn time is Michael. Pretty much, yeah, <laughs> that, that's it. Because Sonny, which I got, I have a theory about Sonny. Oh, are we sure that Mama Colleone wasn't uh, fooling around with somebody else? Because no, Sonny Sonny had red hair, so. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, oh, how, Mama, Mama Corleone was it was pure as the driven snow. Yeah, all right, Vito brought that woman a pair, and she was thrilled. <sighs> man, it's nineteen, what was it, nineteen twenty? I mean, yeah, <laughs> anything a pair wrapped in some newspaper. <laughs> Any, anything impressed the people back then. Look, man, let me do some shit like that. I brought you a pair. I said, what the? You couldn't even bring it in the bag? Why you got this damn newspaper? <laughs> Man, look, you, you imagine you got a time machine. You went back to that time. You did. Well, you I, would did able something. To I would <laughs> you, not be able to function. No, I'm saying if you just did something like that we do today that they, they would see him like, that's some damn witchcraft. What the fuck you just did? <laughs> like, what? Like, wait a minute. Oh, I mean, they were living on damn dirt roads. But anyway. Mm. And plus, this is this, that's New York after Bill the Butcher and, and Leonardo DiCaprio was running around stabbing each other and shit. That's that's that New York, right? But we'll get there. But uh, I got a question for you. So mm-hmm. at this particular point in time, because we talked about like we know Michael was in love with Afalonia in the first movie. Yeah. <laughs> do, do, do you think at this point, does Michael love Kate? I don't, I've, 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 you know, danced around it. I've almost last episode, last show, I danced around it, but I'm almost sure he really didn't because it was just something off. You know what I mean? Yeah, it yeah. didn't like with Apollonia, he was at peace. He almost, almost at peace. I mean, I guess he didn't have to worry about anything and he was away from the business, away from the family, just hiding out. So maybe it was a little more easy in there. He seemed like he wanted to be around Apollonia. But with Kate, it's just like, all right, you just need to give me some kids. That's about it. Look, that man, that man was a lightning bolt struck. That man when he saw Apollonia. I don't care. No yeah. Problem. But in the third one, it seemed like, you know, I got all this love. You know what I mean? I got when nobody else around. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like it was almost like, well, I ain't got nothing else. Well, I still got Kate kind of sorta. I yeah, don't know. I'm I'm old. That's what that's what they, I'm old and lonely, <laughs> and, you, and you still rocking around, and you the mother of my kids. So, 
you know, why not? Uh, but so, so the party's done, you know, everybody went to bed and everything. Michael finally taking off his jacket and everything. Like I can relax finally. Mm-hmm. K already in the bed, half sleep and everything. They talking and K busts out. Hey, Michael, why are the drapes open? Oh, no. Boy, his spider sense went off like Spider-Man. No lie. Shoot, they come blasting through the window. He got a he he like he back in the damn in World War II or something. War he got to yeah. crawl over, <laughs> grab her out the bed, and had to yank her out the bed because she's still in the bed. <laughs> right? It's like, well, she couldn't get up because she would have got up. She would have got, got roll out up. the bed, slide out the bed. Shit, don't stay in the bed. Hey, look, she don't have no damn senses like that. Come on. Yeah, I mean. Realistically, does anybody like you know what I mean? <laughs> that's I true because that's a, that's an ambush if it, if it is one. That's a, that's a hell of an ambush. That was yo. They said that shit up smooth as a bitch. So it's like it's a good thing Michael was in the damn army. Shoot, you know how to get out of this situation. So they fears the compound get locked down. Rocco he running around sweating and, and about to fall <laughs> over and shit, just yeah, running. Yeah. It's like Michael, you stay in the compound. Like get him. I want my life, Rocco. Alive! Alive. <laughs> you so, get your Pacino's yells in this one, right? Yeah, this is where it starts, but it's still soft voice. He he tore vocal cords up at this point, so they try they they scurry in the compound trying to find these dudes, and then they come across some damn dead bodies in the damn drains. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, wait a minute, what kind of nonsense is this? So, so this is I mean, so this is for me. Mm-hmm. Where the movie starts to kind of get a little weird because we already know how Michael and Tom relationship is by this point. Right. So we get Michael and Tom talking. So Michael goes to Tom and start and tells him, like, look, I'm leaving you in control of everything. Mm-hmm. Even Rocco, Al everything you in full control i gotta go on a mission basically but you get in mm-hmm. full control but it's like wait a minute <laughs> i don't have you sitting in on these meetings no more you ain't concierge i don't have a concierge at this point but yet still i gotta go on this mission i'm leaving you in full charge of everybody okay well i mean what's the issue with that it just i don't know it just seemed kind of weird because how michael starts talking to everybody is like okay is he feeling people out? No, he was talking. To, he was talking to his brother. That's simple as that. Because so just, I think, in a sense, he kept Tom away from certain things because you know he was keeping them safe. He was being strong for everybody else. He didn't want Tom to have to, you know, take a load or know a little bit too much that he shouldn't have known. You know, maybe jeopardizing his family. So he was just best if Tom didn't know everything. But as you can see, you know, nah, you down. Like, I need you to do this for me. Like, he ain't just asking anybody to. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you got to run the show while I'm going to Havana. But it's like you can let Rocco in charge. Because I mean. Like hell. <laughs> no, 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 because, no, because technically Rocco is second in command. He's capo regime. He is like next in line. Really? Listen to me. Listen to me. Thomas is brother. I know. Let's that. stop. Let's stop that right there. <laughs> Rocco, all right. You just gonna be you could be you could always be a second second man, uh Pippin. Be all right. 
you always gonna be Clemenza, but you ain't uh <laughs> you you ain't number don't, one. Don't, don't overcook your grits. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So that makes sense. So so yeah, this and plus, is what we and plus and plus another thing, Tom has been around the Don, his father, and Michael yeah. so much. When shit happens, he'll know what to do. Rocco wouldn't know the fuck to do. <laughs> well, we saw Rocco. Rocco was on his last legs out there. He was running around in the night. <laughs> like you said, sweating. <laughs> it was out there sweating. But I don't know if you heard. Okay, I don't know if you heard the, the story. Like the reason why Rocco decides to go on that mission to kill Hyman Roth is because he was actually dying. Who, Rocco? Yeah. No, that, that that's why he he volunteers like to do it himself because like yeah because he was already dying anyway. I think people uh, had like cancer or something. Oh okay yeah because back then it was you got cancer it was you know back then it was like oh you it's over with you know it won't know yeah okay yeah so that's why he was like just sweating and holding had to hold somebody's shoulder when he jumping over damn bushes and shit. I'm but, glad you uh, caught that too. I caught, I was like, man, this man, this man going through it out here. <laughs> the man, the man was but so so yeah, so so that so this is where we get that first transition again, because from the from that opening with young Vito, and then which is like a little like what maybe about 10 minutes, I think, to where we get that big portion with the party with Michael and everything. This is that first transition back. To Vito, who is, we now in the ninth, I think it's nineteen twenty at that point. It's almost like we're looking at the rise and fall with those, you know, going back and forth. Yes. So we got we got young Vito played by Robert De Niro, and this is and Sonny is a baby at this point. Mm-hmm. He was pretty much just born not too long ago. Yeah, and, he's proud of his first son. He's just looking at him. Yeah, like. My boy, this is my this is my legacy right here. Not knowing what Sonny would become, but <laughs> <laughs> right, but and also too, this is the first time we we meet Janko because we only heard of him in the first movie, but we actually see him for the first time. Janko goes to get him like, no, nah, we forgot go to this play. I want you to see this girl that I like and everything. And Lord. they watch the play. And and everything, Jingle just with a smile face, like, see, like, see that he's girl? beautiful. She's beautiful. He like, man, look, I got my queen and my my kid at home. Chill out. Yeah, she all right. All right, she all right. She good for you. All right, yo, Chill. that you know what? I ain't gonna hold you, but as far as friends, that's the most friendliest shit you can say to a friend. You know what I mean? If you happy, I'm happy, bro. That's yeah. all it that matters. Yeah, you know what I mean, <laughs> exactly. But Jacob was just overly beautiful. excited. Yeah, he's like, she's beautiful. She's beautiful. I'm like, all right, man, chill out. Shit. Yeah. Right. So they sit there, you know, and they're, they're watching the play. Mama Mia. You know, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> so so we see this dude in a white suit walking across the Hey, man, sit down. That man turned around like, what the fuck? Man, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say, oh, no. Vince went Jacob. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. Oh, shit. And Vito looking at him like, who the fuck is that? Yeah, like, right in the white suit. Like, give a damn about him. So, so he's like, man, let's go backstage. So, so, so we, can, we can talk to him real quick. Like, All right, whatever. So they go backstage and damn Fanucci back there holding up the dad and got the girl with the damn knife to him. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And Jenko, he's like, 
man. Let's go. <laughs> like, what you yeah, doing? Yeah, man. Like, uh, yeah, I, I'm just over with. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's like ain't that the girl you like? Yeah, like, ain't you gonna do something about this? And he looking like man, man we let's go squabble. You <laughs> know, like he ready to take him out right then and there, <laughs> right? And Jacob just he's he's slowly creeping out. Of he's standing like, his head there, just walk away like shit. Thought I had one. And it feels like all right, whatever. <laughs> so, uh, so we get where we spend some time. We we seeing who Fanucci is because Fanucci is like this old con artist, basically. Fake done. He you know what? the best way to put it, he like Debo from Friday. Yeah. That, that, that's basically what he is. He is bully out there bullying people. And because there's a there's a deleted scene where he has to get his throat slit, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's the reason why he come around and start demanding double from everybody. Ah, okay. Because he got he got jumped in the alley <laughs> <laughs> and and they slit his throat and Vito saw it. Because, okay, so you know the scene where it showed with Vito, he coming out the um coming out the shop and he got that um basket and he walking down yeah. the street. He gonna so, make a delivery, right? Yeah. So on his yeah. way back, he sees he sees where Fanucci get <laughs> get jumped in the alley and he, he just stand there watching. Oh, I thought he kept it moving. Shit. No, he's standing there watching, so he know he got his throat slit. But somehow Fanucci didn't die. I guess they didn't do it. They put a Probably had a damn dull ass blade when they slid his throat, but yeah, that's why he when he comes to uh, the shop and everything like and demanding more money from Jenko dad. That's why he going around getting more because he pissed that that he got 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 caught slipping in the alley. <laughs> so so yeah, and then go and then basically got veto fired. So y'all been pissed too, like yo. That was some nasty business right there. And then the fact that Vito took it like a champ, he was like, yeah, I understand. Ain't no problem. Like, man, I just had my first son, though. Like, what the fuck? Yo, but you could never tell the way that he would look. Like, you could never tell. Like, he didn't. I don't know. I don't know how to word it right. Maybe is he didn't react off emotions. He always was calculating everything he did. So during this whole time and when he was seeing that, Don, he was like, this man is square. And he was almost like he was planning already. He was already making the plan already. And he saw, okay, he can get got because he, he got yep. got the damn alley. So, but like I said, I don't know why they why they cut that scene. I I, I mean, I kind of yeah, get I mean, why you they might as well kept that scene and you kept all these long ass Havana scenes. I mean, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Might as well, Kevin. <laughs> I remember I was out there sweating and shit. But I oh. cake and cake piss. <laughs> I'm like, man, what you look at this shit? <laughs> Havana could have been cut. I ain't, I ain't gonna hold you. I know we love, I know we love movies. I know we love these three-hour Godfather movies, but Havana could have been shortened, but with a couple of minutes there, three or four see, minutes. See, you sound like me when it comes to Scarface, because I, I say that about some middle parts of Scarface. Like, man, they could have oh. cut some of that shit out. Why, do, why you think we ain't did it yet? But you definitely <laughs> right about that shit. That shit is just insane long. Like, oh, that with him. Him got to try to kill that little congressman or whatever and all that. Like, man, y'all could have kept that. On the yeah, cut. it was just the whole following them. It was almost like, all right, y'all could have shaved this a bit, but yeah. whatever. So, so yeah, we okay. The first time he meet Clemenza, if Clemenza ain't a damn, I don't know, a damn menace. <laughs> hey, Python, you speak Italian? <laughs> yeah, I want you to hold this from what the hell? That man took a guess. He didn't even know. He was just like, I hope they speak Italian. 
Hold this for me. Hey, look, he was at a tight spot. They were bearing on his door. <laughs> hey, I don't blame him. <laughs> hey, man, hold this for me. Like, shit. And everything. So, so Vito takes it, and he go in the bathroom, open up some damn guns and shit. <laughs> like, all right. Boy, I had a lot of them things on him. You ain't going to catch Clemenza slipping. Look, we look, we saw Clemenza knew how to hide a gun shit. <laughs> we knew that. Yeah. So, Okay. Why the hell does okay Clemenza he he rolls up on uh Vito and like you still got that uh you know what I gave yeah did you look at it it ain't my business I don't care what it is all right all um, right he's like oh I can fuck with this dude he cool hey I need you to come somewhere with me. <laughs> what yeah yeah come to my friend's house your wife on a rug <laughs> right they just they just roll up on somebody's house and go steal Yo, a he hit me today I was like nah man them boys are doing the B and E game. <laughs> hey, Vito ain't had no job. He's like, shit, I need to do something. And I know he wasn't that stupid. I think I knew. I think he had an idea. He said, "This your friend's house." He like he asked him again, but he had to know. Like, oh no, we just robbing this place. Yeah, especially when they get in there, and then the cop comes to the door. Clemenza pull out the hammer, and ready to oh, the blast the cop head off. Boy, if he hey, what you talking about that cop? He was twisting at the doorknob. Like, what's happening? <laughs> Look, it's nineteen twenty. Oh, yeah, that's all moving, I can say. Yeah, they were moving different, but the same. <laughs> cops, <laughs> moving, cops were moving kind of nasty back then. But I always like that shot of Clemenza standing there with the cop there when he got the gun. Like, yeah, you opened his door, you did. But you know what that let me notice, too? Hold up. That all the old heads, they, they didn't fuck with Michael. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Th- mm-hmm. Those were those were Vito's people. You know what I mean? From the first one, like those were his ride or dies. Like that's why everybody was like, you know, Michael. I guess he, he all right, I guess, but he got this new way of moving and want to do different things. And mm-hmm. yeah, everybody just older just got you know passed out of the way. Like, you know, we yeah. got to get out of the game. Young dog in town now. And it's funny too. Like we see how. Vito and Clemenza meet, but we don't yeah. see how Vito and Tessio meet. Yeah, I wish they would. I wish it was a. If you wanted to add something, I wish. If anything, I would have wanted to add it. That I would have liked to see how they, you know, first met. And also, too, it let us know like that's the reason why Clemenza was because Clemenza was capo regime. Mm. That's, that's what he was, and that, and that kind of explained why because. Clemenza was there from day one. Day one, yeah. They built that shit up. <clears throat> yeah. Literally. Because basically it was it was um it was Vito, Jinko, and Clemenza. Clemenza and, and, and Tessio. Yeah. Yeah, Tessio. Yeah. That that's your original four. Right. And then the young, okay, real quick, kind of jumping ahead a little bit. The young boy that's outside the shop when they then they get ran down and shit. That's <laughs> supposed hot. to be Hyman Roth. Oh, it was? Yeah. That's supposed to be Hyman Roth. <laughs> but yeah. it was heated. Well, oh, shit, I went me too. They stand out in the road. This ass over. I ain't got no brakes. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> like, what the fuck you doing? And, and once again, everybody else losing their shit. Vito just like, man, this, man let's, let's go about our business. Wait a minute. So you telling me, wait a minute. What? Okay, yeah, that, all right, that adds up. All right, yeah, okay. Number two. <laughs> wait, wait, you, I was about to be, I was about to say, wait a minute, Hyman Roth on his damn last legs. He should at least have been a little bit older. 
No, because let's say because that's like 1920-something at that point. Vio's like, around what? 20, 20, 21? Vito was born in 18. Because he he was like what seven in nineteen oh one, so he's born in late eighteen hundred. It was nineteen at that point when he got a ran over. It was like nineteen twenty something, right? Yeah. All right, so uh, I guess it add up. Well, whatever. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's who that boy's supposed to be. It's supposed to be Hyman Roth. Gotcha. All right, so so yeah, like I say, we get all that with them and find out. Okay, this is how the rise of Vito when we see in the crumblings of Michael yeah. and everything. So next time we see Michael, he pulling up in goddamn Miami with this with this old man all black as his bodyguard. The Lord. <laughs> this is the uh this was uh Undertaker the who played him did who played the Undertaker, the fake Undertaker? Oh uh, uh, primetime Brian Lee. Yeah 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 that was primetime Brian Lee because I was like the way he go out, I'm like, man, this dude is not good at his job at all. Well, he was good up until a point. No, he was not good. He he thought looking like Magneto was going to get him through. <laughs> <laughs> right? Just, just like, <laughs> goddamn Magneto. Uh, so they pull up because uh, Johnny Olo in this loud-ass Owen suit, matter of fact. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? But they, they pull up into this little neighborhood in Miami goes this little this little house and it's like if you did not know who this man is you'd be like wait a minute he live in this small house and he do all this dirt but he just oh. lived like a regular life Michael thought it was a setup yeah you could tell when he was moving real slow oh yeah like I get out of the fucking car hey <laughs> keep talking keep talking I gotta go so get some of the door all right, all right. But he, he man if he would have went to that it'd been like uh Joe Pesci and um and freaking uh, Goodfellas come walking through that door. Oh no! So they end up getting there, and first Johnny Olo he go in, and I guess he had to make sure like, hey, uh, Michael's outside or something like this. So he come out, Michael get out, he walk up slowly to the door and everything, and Hyman Roth wife, oh, you can come in. Everything, Michael walk in like, what the hell is this? Like, ooh, like am I meeting the right person? Is this the right Hyman Roth? So he's like, oh, would you like a tuna sandwich? He's like, no. He's like, oh, Hyman's in there. Oh, so he walk in and everything. And, you know, Hyman Roth, this old man, you know, just if you didn't know anybody, if you saw him on the street, you'd be like, oh, this is just some some old dude. But, you know, it's like, oh, do you watch the football and everything? It's like, no, nah, not, not for a while. So they sitting there, you know, just kind of talking their thing. And then Hyman hops out the chair, turns their volume up on their TV. And then they start talking about business. And it's like, okay, so this is how, this is a Hyman Roth move. And I kind of got the feeling like Michael wanted to, he want to eventually be how Hyman Roth is in a sense of where I want to be able to move the way he moved. Cause if, like I say, if you didn't, if you didn't know who, who Hyman Roth? If you just saw him out there on the street, you'd be like, "Oh, this is just some old dude." Not right. realize this man is caught all up in this in all these different things. That man was living a uh, cat, living nice like yeah. an old man should. Nobody knows his business. Yeah, like, 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 come on, like he living this. He living just this regular house. He ain't got no big flashy house. He ain't like Michael living out in damn Tahoe and all this shit. 
you know, just just living flashy. He just living a regular house with him and his wife, and he watching college football. That's it. <laughs> you want a tuna fish sandwich? <laughs> Michael, like, no. <laughs> it's like, wait a bit. Where the set? I'm like, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, and slap me one of them jokes up too. <laughs> but so Michael and Hyman, they talking, and if if you didn't know anybody, you say, oh, okay, they cool, like, yeah, like, right. You know the way Hyman talking about, you know, like your father and all that type of stuff. And it's like, okay, they all right. So things, are, some things are kind of straight here, um, and everything. So they meet and all that. So then Michael goes back to the old compound in New York and everything, which now is owned by Frank Pantangeli. Cause Frank pull up. It's like, man, what the fuck? What, what the hell is going on here? Wait a minute. Who the hell in my house? <laughs> yeah. So so his wife tells him, like, look, oh, it's 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 uh it's Michael. Oh shit. Uh, so he he trying to brush back what little hair he got and all this, go walking in the room. Oh, Don Colio, if I'd have known you was coming, I would have prepared something. Nah, I ain't want right. you to know I was coming, motherfucker. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so, so Frank get all nervous and everything. And Michael started talking about the old days. Like, I remember, you know, we can't, my, my father did business and we had to be real quiet if he came mm-hmm. in. Here. Michael, oh, Michael was kind of disrespectful. You yelling in that main house. And he's like, man, it's my house. <laughs> man, you got to kill me in my house, in my room. <laughs> well, my, my wife's wife slaves, in my kitchen play. I don't know why I love that scene, though. In it's my just house. the way he, it's just the way he said, which. I know, I know Denzel pulled inspiration from that in American Gangster when he starts spazzing oh, out shit, the same. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> when he was talking to a modern son. Yeah. <laughs> but he was sitting down like Fredo. <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> but so, so when he talking to that thing, he telling him about, look, you got to smooth everything with the Rosado brothers. But Why? And like I, I don't understand. <laughs> like, 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 what the fuck? That man had to talk to him like he was five. Like you said, Frank. Oh, oh, he know how to go. Frank is like a hammer. He just goes straight ahead. That's it. Like, look, I know how to do it my way. You know, like, all this, all this, you know, behind the scenes nonsense that you got going on. I don't know how to plan like that. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. So. So he's like, he just explains, say, look, you don't need to know why. Just just do it, basically. Like, do what I'm asking and everything. And he's like, man, all right, I guess. So the thing, the thing I always try to figure out, was Michael playing both sides or was the whole thing really just trying to get Hyman Roth to, you know, show his cards of what he was going to do? Yeah, it was basically, just, you know, he had, a good idea Hyman Roth had him set out. So he was, it was really, he really knew it was Hyman Roth. He knew. He just wanted to know in the, who in the family, you know what I mean? Had yeah. something to, had something to do with it. <clears throat> so Frank was just put in a bad, bad position, basically. Pretty much, yeah. He was just kind of like in the dark, pretty much. So, so, okay. So this is where things really take a turn because Frank, he goes, he's doing what Michael told him to do. All right, let me mm-hmm. go meet with you, Dan Rosado brothers. All right, calm, calm out and all this nonsense. So, calm out, standing outside. He's like, look, I ain't got nobody with me. Like, man, hey, you man, wait over there at the car and everything. She's like, she's like, bro. Mm, I don't 
no, come on, no, you, know, you know, you know, you can't trust him. Let me come in here with you. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just stay over in the corner, like, <laughs> like I don't know. Frank should go in there. Cheech is all right. So he walk in there. He sit out. Not even two minutes after he take off his damn hat, he come Danny out of Yo, they weren't wasting no time. Oh, like those. Yeah. All right. If, if you think that's disrespectful, watch this. They try to yoke his ass up. He dragged him in clean across the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Frank all messed up. Why they got him choked that? They don't hit him a cop. Oh, right? Barney Fife ass. One of the brothers said, hey, man, what, what the fuck? Like, he's like, wait a minute. So they tried to play. He's like, hey, you got it kind of dark in here and everything. Like you open, like ah, you know, I came in to clean up a little bit. No, come on, no. <laughs> they literally yeah, because he's going to blow that cop head off, clean off too. Why they, why they bum rushed him, and then they go running that. He got a whole damn shootout in the street. Yeah, it was it was some nasty <sighs> business in that street. Willie Chichi gets shot, gets up, try to do some shoot, get ran over, <laughs> and they just take off. Frank. In the damn phone booth inside, mumbling just just out of. Oh, by the way, when they got him, they said Michael Colleon's yes, that's hello. So, so basically, they were insinuating that Michael put this hit out on you, mm-hmm. which plays into what happens later when we when the next time we do see Frank. Because mm-hmm. I mean, in his in his defense, yeah, I'm he, like, oh shit, yeah, he. I would be like this motherfucker. Yeah, you come to my house. You say all this. You want me to go meet with Rosado, brother? These motherfuckers tried to kill me. Mm-hmm. Thank God the cop showed up, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So, so, so we go from that to where we go out to damn Reno, Nevada, at some seedy ass club. It's like, what the hell, Tom Hagen doing here? Like, what, what the hell going on? And we go in there, and boy, your boy Senator Gary, that man. That man went down horrendous. He made it a bathroom. No, I think he was in a towel. Excuse yes, me. Yes, a just towel right there. Good Lord. That man was sweating and just, <laughs> just confused. He didn't know, know what the hell. Hey, what the fuck happened. So I'm wondering, did they set up and spike him with something to drink and have him pass out? Because we know he didn't really kill the person. Yeah. Uh, and as... I've been, you know, thinking Tom, I believe Tom had that all set up because yeah, Michael's he's in control. Yeah. 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 yeah Michael. Uh, yeah. Michael's out the way. Tom is in control of everything. And yeah, it's like, yeah, Tom, Tom set up this whole little thing of, uh, yeah, we got to, we got to humble the senator basically. Pretty much. And all, all you got left is friendship. <laughs> but, Shit. But that man was, was stuttering and I, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't, I, 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 so they, he's like, I, I'll untire. And he goes over there. So it's like, we played this game before many a times. I was and, like, what fucking guy with game y'all play, motherfucker? Man, I mean, they were playing some old cops and robbers and it went too yeah, far. They were playing some filthy games. <laughs> I, don't even want, I don't want to know the details either. Well, Lisa ain't like what was going on in that scene in seven. Ugh. Because. Oh, they didn't have to show that, but just from just insinuating what was going on, that's even filthy. Just just knowing what they was doing, it what what John Doe had that man doing to that damn prostitute. But anyway, <laughs> um, so Tom is talking, and well, he's not talking. He lets the senator just just ramble, 
basically. And you you cut over to the to the like little kitchen area. Got that Al near come creeping in, looking, wiping <laughs> his like, hands. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> what the fuck you doing? Like, come on, man. So we know Al is the one that actually killed the girl. Yeah, and everything. And it's like shit. So it's like, I'm like, first of all. Look at your damn hands. You don't have no blood on you. Look, just look at yourself right now. You don't have no blood on you until you go over there wiping their blood yeah, all over the yeah. shit. Yeah, he panicking. He don't know what the fuck to do. You know, he has synonym married, all types of shit. He don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah, he, he thinking shit. My my life is over. Mm-hmm. My wife gonna leave. My career is over. But Tom, being the silver tongue that he is, like, look, we're gonna straighten this all out for you. Well, you, luckily, this is owned by my brother Fredo. Play, this is one of his places. We gonna say that you was a guest on for Michael Corleone at his house, and we gonna hope that by us doing this, that you'll be cool with us, not sending. And he's sitting yeah. there like, <laughs> you know, he just like, he like whatever. He like, he like, I remember she was laughing. Just like what? I was like, boy, you better get your shit together. Well, he eventually do. He yeah. eventually do, but... Where'd but, you find his face, Fredo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know, think about that picture. <laughs> Yo, that shit was hilarious. <laughs> so, so, like I say, doing, like, all this, doing, doing all this part of the movie, and I'm kind of going to gloss over, but all this part is really Michael basically, okay, I'm lining things up for when I make my big moves to mm-hmm. bring down my enemies, as he liked to refer. But if you if you don't like if you watch this for the first time and you don't pay attention, you'd be confused as hell. Like, wait, yeah, wait, what it, 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 it definitely will. If like you looking at your phone, it's your first time watching. You gonna miss some shit. Yes, because when they go to Havana and they have that whole meeting and everything. Now, okay, the lawyer. That's doing the, the doing the committee hearing, not the one, not the guy that's doing all the talking with the glasses, but the one that's sitting on his left. Mm-hmm. If you pay attention in this scene when they going around the table introducing everybody and they get to Hyman Roth, he's sitting behind Hyman Roth. That's why they say, oh, uh, the when when Fredo later on he says the the Senate lawyer uh, is in Hyman Roth's pocket. That's the same dude. Oh shit! You know I didn't even catch that. Yeah. I mean, they don't they don't show his face like when they go around the table. It's kind of blurred, like because he in the background. But if you really like look at that, like at that person, you notice that's him. So it's like okay, yeah, Hyman Roth. He actually got a lot of people in, in high places too. And it's like okay, it's becoming really a game between Michael and Hyman Roth, and who's just gonna come out on top. And Hyman Roth not realizing like, yeah, Michael's actually good at this game. He just don't know it. Cause he thinking, oh, Michael just Michael Young and dumb. I've dealt with people like him before. I can get him out the paint. Michael like, all right, think. So they had a whole meeting and and everything, and so it's it's uh Hyman Ross birthday, and they out there in the hot ass sun, and like you say, Magneto out there, that all they damn black. And every time I watch this movie, I see him I'm like, why the fuck he got all this damn black suit? Cause he wouldn't look scary, but he won't. He, he ain't know what the fuck he was doing. <laughs> man, what the hell, Michael got this man from? I, that, you know what? For that, for, I was thinking that when I was watching. I said, "Where the fuck did he find this dude from? How did you bump into this guy?" 
Who brought him to you? Because he is not good at his job. And that's Luca Brossett's cousin. Oh. <laughs> and we saw how Luca got taken out. So, yeah. That's Luca's cousin. You ain't like Luke. Well. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So, they out there. They get ready to cut the cake and all this type of stuff. And this this is okay. So the first time Hyman kind of get him that that kind of filthy look is at that little meeting and everything. He look over at like motherfucker and everything. Uh, when they picking up that gold phone, I'm like, I right, actors, this is gold. <laughs> Y'all have to make it seem like it's heavy. Only one did do it. The the third dude to grab the phone was like, oh shit. Everybody else was just grabbing it like it's a regular phone. And Michael just got it and passed it on like yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I wrote, he just he just took it and just passed it straight through. Like man, fuck yeah, yeah. Michael and Hyman just like man, get this shit out of my face. <laughs> fuck this phone. <laughs> so the next time is like little little thing of like you noticing like Hyman look at him dirty at his birthday and they cutting the cake mm-hmm. and he talked about the but uh, yeah and Hyman just like so what does that tell you? And the Bad way he too. So what does that tell you? He wanted to say, "Why, well, right, motherfucker? What's up?" Yeah, like to tell me they can win. How <laughs> was just looking like, no, mm, uh-huh. all right. So it cuts to what he inside now. Why is Hammer Ross sitting there with his shirt wide open? Like, man, man lit- shit, I do that shit all the time now. Yeah, he hit a certain age, you just don't give a fuck no more. <laughs> Plus, that man was out in the sun, and he old. <laughs> and he had to sit outside the deal. So. I would that say fit. If I ever find that safe, fit, I'm gonna get that shit. <laughs> so he's, he's laying there on the damn couch and, and they ain't got no AC. It's disgusting because he just hairy everywhere. Just look like a damn, I don't know, a ball of hair. <laughs> like, man, shave that shit. Your wife can shave you up or something. God damn. Man, so I'm old, man. Like, yeah, I guess. So, so they did and everything. And where's that two million that, that your brother has? <laughs> he's like, oh, I know you brought it, but where the fuck is it at? He's like, oh, no. He's like, oh, well, you backing out of the deal? No, I ain't backing out of the deal. I'm just, no, just See, making I'm sure. Let me talk to you a little bit. No, he was only saying bullshit. <laughs> but what's crazy about it, because, like, if anybody know about Lee Strasberg, because, you know, he was a acting teacher, too. He had his own school. And oh, what's up? And a lot of a lot of them, Pacino and, and, and De Niro, a lot of them, they went through his acting school mm-hmm. because what's interesting that that speech that he gives Michael later about the whole Mo Green thing. <laughs> he basically telling him, "I know you did it, yeah. but I didn't ask anybody. I didn't care because it wasn't business." Yeah, but, but what's crazy was what's crazy about that, right? And mm-hmm. and when I heard that story, and after and when you watch that scene, knowing this story, it's like shit. Because Marilyn Monroe was one of his students, and after she died, in her will, she left her she left her estate to him. Oh wow! Yeah, and you know it's always been rumored like that she was actually killed. It wasn't you know, but yeah, I, ain't yeah, gonna, yeah. I ain't gonna go too deep into that, but. When he's telling that story, the rumor is like he pulled from what happened with her. So when he says, I don't know who gave the order and all that. And it's like, that's him, Lee Strasberg himself talking about what happened with Marilyn Monroe. Hey, you got to pull from somewhere. 
Yeah. And which is crazy. Like I say, when you listen to it and yeah, knowing yeah. that story, and it's like shit. It hit different now, even you just telling me. Yeah. And like I say, because it's weird, like she left him her, you know, her whole estate. And then after he passed away, because he died, I think like 1980, 80 or 82 or something like that. It went to the wife. His wife was still alive. And and as you know, shit, here we is all these years later, and all this Marilyn Monroe stuff still be selling like crazy. And so mm-hmm. now I think it went to the kids. They own it now because it didn't pa- it passed down to them. So they the ones, his family basically is the ones that own her estate and gets all like the money and everything that comes from all her merchandising. Gotcha. So, so that like I said, that's that's kind of crazy with that. Um so Fredo shows up <laughs> in, in this suit and everything. Because one thing about like I say, for all the jokes aside, like I say, Fredo, Fredo was trying to dress like in this movie. <laughs> Like he was dra- he kept dressing like he was still in Vegas. Yeah. So it's kind of funny seeing him like with this you know, just wild suits on, just walking around and shit. Cause if you didn't know he was goofy, you'd be like, Oh, he's somebody, oh, he's somebody important. But then when he started talking, like this man, goofy as shit. But he pulled up, got got the damn briefcase and everything. And as soon as he get in the room, hey Mikey, if, you know, if they would have stopped me and saw what was in this briefcase, like what the fuck are you talking about, Fred? Like, relax. <laughs> Yeah, he and he looking at Magnino like, yeah, hey, who the fuck is this guy? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, so um Michael even kind of he kind of questioned Fredo. Well, Fredo don't even realize it. he's like, um, like you 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 know uh Johnny Olo Hammer? No, no, I never met them. Never heard of him. And he and he turns and looks at Magneto like, what the fuck? Like, why y'all on my back? Get the fuck out of here. So they go outside, he's like, you want to get a drink? Let's get a drink. So Michael tells him about the fact that he know. Hyman Roth is the one that tried to have him killed. Fredo just sitting like, for real? Uh, really? Uh, all right, I guess. Um, you know, yeah, you know me. I just own clubs. I don't know anything about that type of stuff. <laughs> you know, I'm Fredo. And everything. He he basically tell him, like, look, they're gonna try to have me killed here tonight. I just want you to know this. But what I want you to do, I want you to, you know, do what you do in Vegas. You're gonna be the host. You know, you're going to host some of my friends and everything. Mm-hmm. So these friends, <laughs> one of them consists of good old Senator Geary popped up and everything. And Okay. Again, if Fredo is not the, the dumbest when it comes to this, Johnny Olo pulls up at the table and Michael says, Johnny Olo, my brother Fredo. Oh, 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 oh we've never met. And the way they look at Michael looking like, the fuck yeah he kind of he felt something like that was kind of strange but i i I don't know yet let me let me keep it to let this shit play out yeah but they but they even acted goofy like have y'all ever done this before like come on (laughs) just just be like hey what's up how you doing keep it moving like oh oh, oh." you know what the the hell is old shit like come on get the hell out of here so they end up going to this sex show or whatever the hell it was and Fredo, too much wine or whatever. That boy in the lips was talking. Cause he bust out. Same chips. <laughs> hey, Freddie, where you find out about this place from? And Johnny Olo knows all these put me on to this. Then he repeated it again. He's like, Yeah, Johnny Olo knows all the spots. I'm like, Oh, good Lord, Fredo. The old man. Michael looking old. like, The fuck? Oh, no. Tell me this ain't true. This motherfucker. No, he didn't. He looked back at Magneto like, man, kid, 
<laughs> my brother, but I got you already know. And everything. So he, you know, he basically gets a little like, man, it, all right, you got the green light at this point. Because he leave, he go back to the hotel, catch Johnny Olo slipping. Oh, I want to go outside and get some fresh air. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know, type of thing. Choke his ass out. Goodbye, Uncle Junior. Then he go. He go now. He keep in mind that he got on, still got on his all damn black. Mm-hmm. And nobody saw. And he walked like, oh, nobody gonna notice me. Goes in Hyman Ross' room, takes the fucking pillow, and creeps. Oh, why are you creeping? Just do the shit. Like, what are you doing? Oh, you talking when he got to the hospital? Yes. Yeah. Why are you creeping when you get in the room? Like, just hurry up and do the shit. Yeah, he was wasting time. I told you he won't good at what he does. <laughs> but he get caught like a like a cat when they turn the lights on the dark. Oh no. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's gonna freeze and they lit his ass up. Yo, that man was not a professional. I think this is just somebody who just, you know, you want part-time. Part-time. <laughs> this wasn't a full-time gig for him. They were for old and watch. They were for tired. <laughs> Michael said, Yeah, I need an old school. I need my old school to come do this. Mm-hmm. So Michael, get... Michael found this motherfucker going indeed. You got to chill out, Michael. <laughs> got his ass up out <laughs> So he had to paint. So we go back to, because it's probably like New Year's or something like that. They celebrating and all this. And Michael, you know, well, Fredo want to congratulate with his brother and all this type of stuff. I knew it was you. You broke my heart. And give him the kiss. And you can clearly see. I could be wrong, but it seemed like Pacino improvised that. What, the kiss? Yes. <laughs> Probably did. Because he was looking like, what the fuck? But he, they was, he was still staying in character. The joke is like, man, what the fuck you doing? Like, wait a minute. Because <laughs> so he, he had that damn death grip around his neck. Like, man, yeah, get like, the fuck off man, me. get the fuck off me. Shit. And when they do that wire pair, you see Fredo like walking out the scene, like oh, uh-huh. shit. So he dip up out of there. And then he go find Fredo. Come on. You still my brother. Uh no. Right, fuck all that shit. Yeah, we be brothers from a distance. Like Fredo uh, ain't stupid. That was my whole thing. If you ran a fool, ran away from him in Havana, why would you come back and think shit gonna be sweet? You know, you know your brother. You know Michael. Maybe you don't know what depths he would go to, but you got a good idea how far he would go. I, you know what? I don't think he really knew. I really yeah, don't. You're probably right, but just just me just thinking out loud, just talking about it to you. You are probably absolutely right, but it's just like, damn, you ran away. Stay away. Stay yeah, as long dude. as you can. Man, you better you take your ass uh, to Italy or something and hide out. Find you an Apollonia type shit, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> That's what you better do. <laughs> now I say this: if that was Tom, Tom wouldn't have came back. And Tom, man, I know what you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom, yeah, Tom definitely wouldn't have came back. <laughs> I want to come back. I want to be a part of the family. Mama, help me. Basically, um. So, so uh, my next question to you is. Knowing like what okay, what we get of Fredo in the first movie, but in this movie we get a lot. So comparing just the character, not let's say not all the goofy stuff, but just how they kind of progress with his character, like how do you feel about the character of Fredo in, in the first two movies and like how they kind of 
make him be you know, more of an important part. Joking on it, uh, talking about it on, you know, when me and Shahid did it and then talking about it now. I think when you look at first, it was a, it's a great arc because Fredo's character is like, I was always looked over because, yep. you know, for whatever reason, if you want to say he's slow, you want to say he's stupid, whatever it may be, he felt like he never got the respect within the family. So I can see him saying, you know, they, they did say something was in it for me, but he was just so gullible and people used that against him to, you know, portray his brother. Uh, and then even Michael knows that he says it. Like, you know, I know, you know, I've been robbed. They used you to try to hurt me. No, I'm not mad at them and all this stuff, but I'm just like, I think the arc was great because you got to see a brother who was a brother, but he just never, he, it was almost like Tom. He never felt like a real brother, right? He was seen like he was always on the outside. Yeah. Cause they, it were, almost, they were all brothers, right? Yeah. Uh, um, Sonny, Michael, Tom, and Fredo. Mm-hmm. But the only felt, time we got them in the you know, the only time we got that one scene at the end, of, you know, end of this movie, that one scene with them and Michael's telling him, you know, I'm going to the army. That was the only action you really saw them, but they all all seemed like on their different paths. Mm-hmm. They never really seemed like a family, only when it came to business. Yeah. And, and Fredo was always outside that business for, for various reasons. Because he never he never seemed like he fit in. Yeah. I mean, you just you saw that, like it was just like. He didn't have the muscle like Sonny. He didn't have the smarts like Michael. And Tom was more of, well, I stay out of this, but I'm intelligent. Like, I know what's mm-hmm. going on. And Freddie was just like, out. It was like, he was almost out. Like, like he said, he, you send me to Las Vegas to run some Mickey Mouse Club. And I don't know what the fuck's going on no more. Like, I'm here, but I'm not here. Yeah, you want me to, you want me to host, you want me to be a damn you know, host to a bunch of people and all this nonsense. Like, I'm not really a part of the family yeah, business. And you don't spend any time with me. He never, he, I don't think he ever felt like a brother. Mm-hmm. He had brothers, but he never, you know, he didn't have brothers. It's almost like, it's almost like Tom was more of a real brother to him than Fredo was. Yeah. Yeah, which absolutely. Because you've been, you know, even in that little, um, when they went to go have drinks, he said it. Why didn't we spend time like this before? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, like I say, of all the, I say, there's, there's always a lot of jokes to be had about Fredo, but when you really kind of, like you said, when you really like get beyond that and really look yeah. at it, it's like, yeah, you kind of see where Fredo felt the way he felt. Because we never look at it from his point of view. And like I said, it's easy to make jokes about him because I mean, he 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 don't do himself no favors. I mean, he got a wife that want to be out there on the dance floor dancing with some dude, and <laughs> Rocco got to come take care. Because like, look, either Michael say either you take care of it or I do, and he just man, you take care of this. Like, what? Wait a minute! <laughs> like, come on, you can't take care of your own wife. Like, what are you doing? So if he can't take care of his own wife, how the hell he gonna take care of some business? So, yeah, true. So we get past that and we get, you know, Michael meeting with Tom and everything because now everything, everything's kind of out in the open and both sides have played their hands. So both sides know like the other trying to take the other side out. Mm-hmm. And right now, Michael has the upper hand because uh, Tom tells him, 
Hyman Roth went on the run. He hiding somewhere in New York. How the um, fuck was this old ass man on the run? <laughs> I don't, look, I don't, look, I remember ducking the dodge and doing something. He was having know. strokes on the run and all types of shit. What the fuck? <laughs> like, he, nah, he's sitting down somewhere. He ain't on the run. They they get wheeled around from house to house. Mm-hmm. They got to they got move them every five hours or something. And Fredo, he just on the run somewhere. And everything. They don't know exactly where Fredo uh, is. He's probably in New York, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you sure? Like, wait a minute. You, you, you just assuming that. Like, oh, this oh. is when, yeah, this is when Michael comes back from uh, Havana. And like, yeah. yeah. So, so Michael's like, man, I got to deal with this shit. Like, man, just find, just find out where he at, basically. Is what he's trying to Something else I got to tell you, Michael. <laughs> yes. Yes, about the whole, baby. He's like, what the fuck? My son. Like, wait a minute. Was the boy? They don't, they don't know. Can't you like, give me the straight answers anymore? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I wasn't I don't there. Know, yeah. <laughs> like, like, I'm just telling you what I was told, which I feel like Tom knew. You know what? I was thinking about that then when I watched it. Too. I'm like, I wonder did he actually really know what she did? And and the reason why I say that because the perfect time to do it is when is when Michael away mm-hmm. and we are and Tom is already on you know he kind of feel okay Michael going down this road that I don't want to go down. K goes to him in confidence, and we know how Tom is, so it's easy just to tell him oh well she lost the baby. But then when she come blabbering her mouth, I had an abortion and I didn't want to bring and it's a silly thing, ah! you know, slap shit out of and all that, but. I think that's the reason why in that last scene between Michael and Tom, that's why Michael is talking greasy to him. Like, I know, I, I know you was involved with it. I know you helped her do it. So yeah, I'm going I'm 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 to take these jabs at you now. Cause I know mm-hmm. you helped to do it. You still my brother, but I know, I know what you did. <laughs> oh boy. You better watch that shit. Cause he don't give a fuck about that brother shit. <laughs> <laughs> now he might probably want to pull that with Sonny though. Son oh, of, son man, son of beat his ass. Exactly. So he wouldn't pull that. He would have joined the Marines and he was about to whoop his ass. About to yoke him up at the table. <laughs> so, so it's funny how that transitions back to young Vito and Fredo is born at this point. And Fredo was sick when he was born. Yeah, he was assed out. They got the damn what candle on his chest. Yeah. So and 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 it's funny because. Vito standing like, oh shit, like what the fuck? I'm like, wait, I'm worried, yeah. Yeah, he's standing there. And it's like one of the few times you actually seen Vito like like he because he ain't sure he's not in control of the situation. Mm-hmm. So go okay, tell me this. Why okay, when can we cut to where Vito is driving this truck? Why the yeah, hell don't say it? <laughs> where the fuck did he come from like that? <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck? Like, hey, the I ain't boot. gonna hold you. I would have shot his ass. That shit would have scared the <laughs> shit out of my ass. I would have took my phone and get, get the fuck out of here. The boot his ass out there. What the hell you doing? <laughs> every time I see that shit, he just <laughs> like what the fuck. Where the fuck did you come from? <laughs> just hanging on to the truck. See, <laughs> oh, they, they had cars that won't go over like five. Five miles per hour. Shit. Well, <laughs> except for that thing that then ran the ass over. I don't know what that thing was about 30. So, oh, 
So he he pop up. He start making demands like, oh, I know what y'all doing around here. I know y'all making money. <laughs> now it's time for y'all to start paying me. Like, what the fuck? I ain't paying you shit. Oh, y'all, y'all bringing in about 600 each a piece. So you gonna give me 200. What? Give you shit. <laughs> that's, that's how Vito looking at him. So like, this is like, oh, we need to give it to him. I'm like, nah, yeah, I better listen to Vito. Let me like let Vito take care of this shit. See, but that, that goes back to what I was saying about, about him being like Debo. You know, he only pulled that with Craig and Smokey. But like you said, he don't pull that with them around the corner. He go around the corner and get his throat slit. See, you know. So this is and that's the first time we see Tessio too. So it's like, where the fuck he come from? Yeah, it's just like he just, he was just there. They didn't show anything. I'm like, all right, I guess. So so this is like the first time Vito, he's like, you know what, let, let me handle this. You know, get, you know, give me the money. I'm going to give me this little bit of money. I'm going to go talk to him and I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. And his wife had made them some spaghetti. Boy, that shit look good. I ain't going to hold you. <laughs> Clemens Clemen- tucked the damn napkin in. Like, man, I'm going to eat. Yeah, we know how his ass got fat. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because no, we coming up with Vito ass house probably. <laughs> yeah, because... You know, it's in the first movie. What the hell? We saw him making a big ass pot of spaghetti. <laughs> so, <laughs> that man was hooked. So it's like, all right, you go talk to us. So he go talking to Fanucci and everything. And Fanucci's like, uh, you know, it's like, okay, this is a, this, I don't know who this actor was, but this is like a character, not a character, but a character of like a, because like you just, just putting on, like, what the fuck? So he's having and, too much fun with this shit. He was like, "Yeah, like that's how you like." Vito should have told him, "Man, I caught you slipping in that alley." I saw you like, man. Him. He just kept calling him a young punk, pretty much. Like, yeah, you're a young punk, but you got guts. Yeah. So he's like, "Yeah, here, take this. This all I can give you right here, which is not the two hundred. He's like, "Man, this, this is one fifty, right?" Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So he said two hundred each. So he only brought one hundred and fifty to him. Right, man, like, you I'm take sure, you know, we short. We ain't got it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you got us getting six hundred from, but this is what we got right here. This is what I can give you. Well, I ain't taking that shit. So, and y'all gonna get me my money tonight? But <laughs> so, so he ended up dipping out Fanucci dude, and he walking down the street, and everybody, oh, Don Fanucci, He's like ah, you know. <laughs> Vito Corleone turning Assassin's Creed, hopping over buildings and shit. I like goddamn Batman. On their rooftops and following shit. his ass, yeah, just stalking him. They're following, so he ended up getting back to his apartment. And this is the first time I've ever seen. Matter of fact, this is the only time I've ever seen this in a movie where he got a gun and to use like a silencer, he wrapped their sheet around it. Mm-hmm. Like I said it's the only time I've ever seen this in a movie. You know, you would have thought you would have saw people kind of like copy that for you know movies in this time period, other yeah. movies. The only the only thing you ever see is like them using a pillow, you know, as I said, but never like wrapping a sheet yeah. around. Her. So, so he because, and I like how Vito do it. He unscrews the light bulb, so it makes him notice like, oh, the light bulb. So he there playing with the light bulb. Vito just there in the shadow. As soon as he open that door, he come out, bah, shoot him. How does this man do like a delayed reaction of him getting shot and then? Tear open his jacket like oh shit! They believe it. Nah, well, I guess so. In the damn sheet catch on fire, Vito like man, get that oh shit! Shot <laughs> my damn head. Fuck, I did. I ain't never did this shit before. So and then he then he's like he fall down in the in a delayed too. Like ah uh, 
oh, they're like, what the hell was that? And they thought he could stay up. He was out of here. Yeah. So it is funny. Like they have fireworks going on outside. So they probably just thought if they heard it, like, oh, it's just mm-hmm. fireworks. He timed it out. He did like he had it. Like he thought about everything that was happening. Yeah, he was smart because like nobody ever saw or heard some gunshots. No, nah, they're doing fireworks out there. You yeah. Just hearing things. So then he goes to and Vito talking shit to him. They put the gun in his mouth and shoot him again and then <laughs> kick his ass over like the fuck out of here. Yeah, and he, you know, he was they, Vito was always looking at him sideways too because he was always fucking with Italians, mm-hmm. like, running them down and shit. He, he always thought, you know, we should work together. Uh, and, you know, we thought I had been terrorizing folks. <laughs> And poor people at that. That's what that's what was even right. worse. Like, like, what are you doing? And like I say, I wish they would have kept that deleted scene in because I think that also kind of showed Vito like, oh, he can get got. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, yeah, you ain't you ain't you ain't untouchable. Like, yeah, you can't get got them, them goons got hey, you, you in the alley. You ain't you ain't out here with nobody. Like, you just, like, you just walking walk the street. Yeah. And everybody just afraid of you on the damn white suit and you talk shit and, and you hold up young girls backstage and shit. But and it's cool how Vito do it where he after he kills him, he gets the money back, he goes back on the street, and then he goes sit there on the steps with his family and watching the fireworks. Like, like ain't nothing happening. <laughs> Which is like, like here yeah, my, here are my babies and my wife. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm chilling. Everything good now. So so, okay, so to get this out there, so how do you feel about Robert De Niro's Vito Corleone? Oh, I thought it was awesome because, like, you can have an idea of seeing what Vito would be like younger, just how he was maneuvering when he was older and things he would say, little things he would say and do. But then De Niro's portrayal just made it be like, no, I buy that. I buy that he grew into Marlon Brando. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I thought it was awesome. That's why I said, like, he's either him or Fredo this MVP for me. And the fact that he won Best Supporting Actor for this. Yeah. Which, which I is, can see, which like, I wouldn't, like, this, I have no issue with that. Oh, no, definitely not. Yeah. But because it's the, it's the first time only that two different actors won an Oscar for playing the same character. Well deserved. Right. Even though Marlon Brando disowned his Oscar, but he still won. Yeah. Um, we, yeah. I mean, I was yeah, like, we, you know, I like to remember uh, Brando. You know what I mean? His prime. You know what I mean? Before all, because it seemed like as he got older, it before was he became a, a weirdo. Yeah, a lot of silliness was going on. So, for whatever reason, oh, I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna show up overweight. I ain't gonna read the script, and I'm just gonna. I'm gonna just say whatever. For, <laughs> for, for apocalypse now, I'm just say whatever. Oh. I thought you were talking about the score because they said he kind of did the same. He was just saying shit. <laughs> oh, well, by that time, he was just. I think the only reason why he got in that movie anyway because Robert De Niro. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't think he would have been in that movie no other reason. <laughs> but but no, I mean, yeah, by the time you get to Apocalypse Now, he just shaved his head and just, just talking nonsense. He will be a damn colonel, but <laughs> he bald like 40 pounds overweight, didn't read the script, just talking nonsense. Uh, do we need to talk about the other movie? Uh, Superman, no, the uh, the island movie. What's that shit called? Oh my, <laughs> Island Dr. Maru. Yeah. Oh my god. They say he was batshit insane on that too. Like he was yeah. just like he didn't give a fuck. Yeah, Val Kilmer was pissed with him. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, I look, you was like an acting idol to me. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, like, don't beat your heroes, pretty much. Came into yeah. play. Well, Christopher Reed basically said that after Superman in the interview. Yeah. Yeah. He was furious with him. yeah. He just burnt all them bridges. He didn't like he didn't uh you know wrap his arms around the younger people that was coming up or anything like that. And Coppola said after Apocalypse Now, I never worked with him again because because <laughs> that foolishness he did. So yeah, yeah. I just try to remember Marlon Brando his best, I guess. Yeah, yeah, his best. I try like even when little stuff like that, I kind of like just listen to, but I kind of like try to forget because I wanna I wanna enjoy his work when he really. I guess enjoyed working or was really into his work. Yeah, pretty much. It'd be interesting to know exactly what happened and why he got to that point. But yeah, just streetcar named Desire. Stella, Stella. But anyway, so yeah, I mean, De Niro. Okay, have you ever seen like when they played it in chronological order, the movies? The Godfather? (laughs) First, second, and third. Yeah, like when, like when they, like the first, like it plays in complete order, so you get all the v, the young Vito stuff first. I think, I think I did watch it like that one time, but that's when I was like, I think I was maybe in my late teens, so I was. That's when I really started getting into movies, so I was really watching, but I wasn't watching, watching like I watch now. Okay, because I mean, I watched it once, and like you said, because even though we know De Niro played a character after. Marlon Brando, but he's playing him as a young man. Mm-hmm. You definitely can see, like, yes, he basically, you can see Robert De Niro, Vito Corleone, age into Marlon Brando's Vito Corleone, yeah. which, is, which is insane. So, not so much uh, Clemenza and Tessio, because oh, no, they, they completely <laughs> different. <laughs> so, okay, so Let's talk about Michael and Kay and everything. Cause their relationship is probably one of the biggest plot points of this movie, too. And the fact that I mean at the beginning, yeah, Kay do say that like, man, you told me seven years ago that we're gonna be out five years, but here we are still in it. Like, what are mm-hmm. you doing? So we get that at the beginning. But then you see, like, after the whole shooting, you know, almost the assassination, Kay is, like, kind of shook. Like, I don't want to be a part of this no more. Yeah, she definitely pulls away from him in their life. She and, always cares about the kids. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's really all she cares about. And even Michael, he's not even close with the kids. No, he's not. And that's why they kind of tease that a little bit about him and Anthony not really getting along. But whenever Michael say, Anthony, I need you here, he's like, all right, I got to go type of thing. But just how did you feel about their relationship and then how he hits gets to that boiling point when she, you know, unloads on him, letting her I think I think I'm sorry, I'm not even cut across you. I Thank think you. it was a thing of you got to see how his father was that he always was there. You know what I mean? No matter mm-hmm. even after he killed the man, I'm gonna chill with my family, spend some time with my wife and kids. So he was big on family, even with Sonny ass. When Sonny was out there dicking down his side piece. Doing what? He, 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 and basically, you know, the Godfather, you know, Vito looking at him like, you know, a man who doesn't spend time with his family is not a man. And then suddenly looking like, oh shit. <laughs> like, is he talking about me? I ain't too sure. Because <laughs> I know he had an idea what his son was doing. Mm-hmm. So 
And then you see Michael, and Michael was so business-driven that he lost vision of what was important. And his point was his kids and his wife. You know, you take care of that, everything's going to be okay. But he didn't. He All he cared about was business, 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 business. And once I mean, because think about it like this. How many times did we see Kate and Michael happy? Genuinely happy. Shoot, maybe a handful of times. And that's few and, uh, maybe a, a couple of times in the beginning in that Godfather. Yeah. And then second half of Godfather, you don't see them happy. Mm-hmm. You see her questioning things. Yeah, because Michael Why had met you the come back after all this time. I've been back a year. What? You know what <laughs> I mean? What 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 really happened, Michael? I can't talk about that. <laughs> I, like, yeah. You know what I mean? So it was like you never really saw him enjoy his wife. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh yeah, I'm married, but whatever. It was almost like it was it was a duty. Yeah, to, to say, you know, I got a wife, I'm married, so I got kids, I'm doing the right thing, like pop. But you he loved that woman. That woman loved him. He brought a goddamn pair wrapped <laughs> into a newspaper, and she was happy. Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, look, they was easy to impress back then. Hey, baby, I brought this pair, baby. That's a that's that's a wild shit right there. <laughs> She's a beautiful you? pair. I was like, God damn, we don't we don't got that shit, boy. He was that, proud of himself. Man, that, like, that was a game back then. Shoot, shit. I don't know who that, taught you know him. What? That. I don't even you know what it ain't. I don't know if it was game, but I think it was the, the fact of. He thought that much of his wife. You know what I mean? Yeah. A little gesture. Because she, smiling, she had the supper where supper ready and everything. You know what I mean? You saw mm-hmm. that. You got to see these things with Vito. He before they ate, he grabbed her hand, pulled her close, and kissed him. What Michael doing? Running around and shit half the damn time. That's <laughs> spending time with Kate. I gotta go on a mission. Tom, you in charge of everything. I go on a mission. Why keep fucking in metal gear. I'll be back. Tom, you, you in charge of everything, including Rocco. I got to go on this mission with you. I got to go get Magneto. We got to do something. So, but one scene that kind of really, and Michael even says it himself, and the one scene I'm talking about, and I was kind of forget about this scene, is when he talk, had that scene with his mom. And he was talking like, you know, about Pop being strong. Did he ever feel like he was losing it? And she started talking about, she thinking he talked about like losing, you know, his mind or something like yeah losing the baby yeah like, well yeah no i can't losing the baby but he's like no i mean like losing the family like everybody is like going away from me because of how i am mm-hmm. which is what happens because you, you you push tom away you push fredo into doing what he did you push virtually connie away even though she do come back but you put you pushed everybody away because you just so tunnel vision, headstrong of going straight ahead. You got to take out your enemies, but look what it costs you. Yeah. And his mother's like, she's, you know, she's doing the mother thing, right? She's mm-hmm. like, well, you can never lose your family. Yes, you can. Because mm-hmm. we just got to see the difference from him and his father. We're seeing the difference. We've been seeing the difference from Vito and Michael the whole time. Michael didn't have to get into business. He chose the business. Yep. So he the one who did it. He pushed for all this stuff to happen. So is it like, what is your real focus? And then you know, once he got older, the old man, and the third one is like, oh, I let me try to get it all back. 
you know, popping up okay. Hey, you know, uh, you, you know, hey, you know, why, why don't we try this again, baby? You know, type of thing. Voice hey, all but, raspy, like, man, oh, you old. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she, the fact, the funny thing is, she was still kind of, she was still smitten by him. Yeah, that's that's the it weird thing. Like violence followed him, no matter what. Boy. Shit followed him, and that priest told him, you know, yeah, you deserve everything you give. <laughs> Pretty much. But you know, you can't be uh uh what do you say? You can be uh you could be redeemed, but you don't believe in that type of stuff. So Yeah. Oh, I can't wait we talk about that scene. Well, that's the best scene in the book. But um <clears throat> so we we come back to current day mm-hmm. and we feel we find out. Oh, Willie Chichi ain't dead, even though he got shot and ran over. Man, yeah, testifying. He, <laughs> he he just telling like it is. Shoot, right? He just say, "Oh, uh, you know, did you work for the Colion uh, Mafia?" Fam- oh, it's the it's the family sentence. It's it's the family. Okay, well, you work for you work for the family, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, did you ever take orders from Michael Colion? Was there a buffer? You know, a a go between? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was a buffer. Like what the fuck? Like what are you like? The hell well, you tell him all the business. You know, yeah, just talking, just talking. And it seemed like it wasn't a big deal that he was testifying because he was a low level, so it didn't really matter. So the next time we have meet is is Michael, and he having to testify. And your man Senator Geary, he he got to stand up and say, you know what? I just want to let it be known that Italian Americans. On a, some of the greatest people that I know, and I've become friends with quite a few of them. Matter of fact, one sitting right here in front of us because they had to get me out of a jam, but y'all don't even know about that. Um, so he basically gave his whole speech about how good Italian Americans are, and he's like, Well, right now I gotta leave to go see over, you know, a committee that I'm over, so I'm out and everything because I'm not gonna sit here and watch my friend, you know, get the screws put to it. So he leave and everything. They start questioning Michael and all that. And then he's like, I got a statement I want to read. And but it's like, no, don't let it read. He's like, no, I'll, no, I'll let it happen. No, let it, let it, let him read a little statement. So he reads a statement, basically putting their ass to shame in a way and everything. So it's just funny, like how these Senate hearings start to come because they don't actually show like how we got here with that. It just comes back where, okay, these Senate hearings are going on at this point. So after that, we find out Frank ain't dead. <laughs> Frank is not dead. And he's the big witness that they have to testify against Michael. Mm-hmm. And Frank only did this because, like we said earlier, the fact that he thinks that Michael is the one who set him up because Michael Corleone said hello. Ah! You know, that whole nonsense, right? Yeah. So, Frank is living in a damn army barracks, and he got Harry Dean Stanton and some other dude as his handlers, basically. And Frank is kind of pissed, like, man, this is like, man, this what I'm at. I don't be in here with this shit. Man, he said, my life is over. Shit. <laughs> like, either way it go. He, you know what? He like Henry Hill at this point. <laughs> <laughs> That's who he is. He Henry Hill. So, so we go back to the compound and Michael walks in and, you know, he talking with um, Tom and 
And he's like, well, Fredo is in the, you know, what does Fredo know? Because Fredo back at this point. Like, what does he know? He's like, well, he in, he in the room there. Go talk to him. <sighs> if Down <laughs> Bad had a picture, <laughs> it'll be Fredo in this damn chair. <laughs> and like I said, this is probably like one of the best scenes. And like John can say, like I said, the man is acting, acting in this scene. And it do it, it makes you to kind of see things from his point of view. Like I said, all like like I said, we do the jokes and everything, but just from the character standpoint, you see it from his point of view. Why he feel the way he feel? He was stepped over. I'm the I'm older, your bigger brother. Yeah, yeah, you know, I was stepped over. I was stepped over. It's like that's that the ain't, the way, I, ain't the way I wanted it. Like nobody. Again, it's almost like what Michael said. You oh you, you and my father talk about my future, about my future. And Fredo's like. Look, yeah, I mean, yeah, y'all got me off doing this nonsense, but I wanted to be a part of something, but y'all never welcomed me in. And so when Johnny Olo run up on me and say, there's something for me on my own, you know, type of thing, I, I jumped out thinking I'm helping, yeah, not man. realizing they was using my ass. Yeah, like and he didn't know. I didn't know they were going to come kill you. Shit, yeah. Try to kill you. And then, shoot, how I supposed to react when you give me some damn kissing you broke my heart i'm supposed to react to that fuck off of me of course i ran shit i'm not dumb i'm smart i want respect yeah so michael's like you're nothing to me now you're not a friend you're not a bro good lord nothing like you went against the fucking family like what are you doing like i can't trust you ever again after that so michael disowns fredo Bans him from the family basis. Like anytime I'm around, when we see our mother, like hey, we you can't be. A, yeah, you call me a day before and let me know. Yeah, so I won't be there. Like, like that's my of, mother's alive. Make sure my brother is. <laughs> what? Yeah, you go to Al. Al and it's funny. Like Al, Al near is probably like one of the coolest assassins because he don't say nothing. He just no. He right, never. Right. He just looks around. Like, okay. All right. I guess. Yeah. Whatever. Could you pay me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you pay me, right? I'm getting paid. Shit. I'm living good. <laughs> yeah, because you know Magneto was slipping. I'm taking <sighs> the spot. Oh my god, <laughs> Magneto! <laughs> now you know. You know what? You gave me an idea about something. Oh, so, so I already said if Down Bad was a was a picture, be Fredo. So here's another one. If showing your ass in public was was a picture, it definitely would be Frank Pantagenet. <laughs> <laughs> when he testify, cause boy, for one, the way they 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 get him out there, army bear, they have some, they have a Frank double come out wear his suit, get into a car, got this man dressed up like a damn colonel, giving salutes to people to get in, so the real him, so they wouldn't know that it was really him, and they get to this courtroom, and he come in, he's like, oh, there's Willie Chichi and everything, he just all you know his old funny self. Then he looked back. He see who coming in there? His brother. And he's like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, this thing got deep. Yeah, the story changed up quick. So the man was like, we have a witness here who can corroborate all the evidence here of what we've been talking about, about Michael Corleone and everything like that. And he started asking Frank and He's like, I don't know nothing about that. What? Yeah, I'm a sworn affidavit. <laughs> I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> oh, I was just joking. <laughs> like, man, the, the FBI offered me a deal. You know, they say Michael Coleone did this, Michael Coleone did that. I said, yeah, sure, why not? 
Yeah, shoot, I thought I was dead anyway. These motherfucker tried to kill me. So yeah, I made up some stuff. Oh, you talking about back when I worked his father when olive oil business. You know, I, I lied. And so they're like, what the fuck happened? What is going on right now? Who wait, who is that man sitting next to Michael Corleone? So I was like, I'll answer that. Uh his name is Vincenzo uh Pantangeli. Is he related to the witness? Uh, I believe he is his brother. Well, when it comes forth and <laughs> Wait a minute! Like you just go randomly speak in English. You <laughs> don't speak no English. Shoot, he just he came here on his own accord, and he just here, you know, trying to figure out what's going on with his brother, basically. So I was like, man, I'm, that man was hot. That man almost took off his glasses. He was like, man, I'm, I gotta find out what the hell just happened. Here. Like, what the fuck is going on? We just lost the whole case. So shit, we almost had him. So Frank, he he, he get up. You know, he walk up out of, he just looking at, and the brother just looking him down like motherfucker and everything. So <laughs> it's like, okay, well, let me ask you this. If you was in Frank situation. Damn right. I'm telling the, yeah, yeah. I, I was just joking. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I ain't know y'all was going to go that deep. Go fuck with my brother. Shit. Brought him all the way from Italy. Shoot, there ain't no speak. No English. So, so yeah, they trying to figure out, okay, what the fuck just happened here with Frank? So after that happened, that's when we get that scene between Kay and Michael. Mm-hmm. So, so Michael think he all right. Oh, I got past that. You know, I'm yeah, good. He think like, yeah, he think I just, I'm done with this. And then Kay comes clear. <laughs> Kay coming now. We leaving. <laughs> what? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you mean you going back to, you going back to Reno? No, no, no. We going, we leaving. We, ain't oh, going we are going back tomorrow. Nah, we leaving today, bro. Like, what the fuck you talking about? I'm leaving. <laughs> I don't love you anymore. It's over. Right? And Michael said that look like, what the fuck? What are we talking about? Man, you ain't taking my children. Like, what, what you talking about? Mm-hmm. And, and then she started going in about, it wasn't a miscarriage. It was an abortion. I wanted to have a boy. I didn't want to give you another son because I didn't want to bring him into this Sicilian thing that you for 2000 swap. Superman punch. <laughs> like you're not taking my children. You want to leave. You can leave. But you ain't taking my goddamn children. You will not take my children. That yeah, man was he, heated. Yeah, he was heated. That was Pacino heat. That's what I like to call it. You know, heat. <laughs> that was uh some uh devil's uh advocate heat. Oh third act. Oh my god, yeah, with him sweating and shit. Oh so so yeah, this like that's it, that's it with him and Kay. It's like okay, this it's over at that point. So I mean we kind of talked about did Tom know whether or not she had an abortion. I think she like I said, I think he did. Cause that would have been the best time I mean, to do I ain't it. I gonna say she didn't, but you know it's something to put out there, though. So, so it's funny the transition from this—he losing his family—to where we go back to Vito, family then grown. Cause now at this point, Connie is a baby. At this point, and they go back to Italy, and that's when they meet up with uh Thomasina, and he walking. He ain't on no damn crutches. Hmm. And you know they about the olive oil and all this stuff. They having a big family meeting. Well, family gathering and everything. And we get the sense of, okay, it started as a kid with Sonny always trying to fight and shit and all that nonsense. But the thing is, Vito always had Michael. Michael was Michael was like his pride and joy for some reason. 
and it's like Vito had loose had one loose end he need to tie up. <laughs> going one. back, going back to it. Huh? I said he only had one, just one loose end he had to tie up. Yep. And it's funny they go the old Don. Somehow this man is still alive. He was still old. Alive. He was old in nineteen oh one. How the fuck is he still alive? Right. I can't hear you. <laughs> yeah, coming up close. I can't see too well. I'm gonna come closer. What's your name? Um, Vito. Oh, you took the name after this after this town. Yeah, yeah, I did. What was your father's name? Antonio Antolini. What? What? Say that? Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. hear that. Antonio Antolini. And this is from him. Ah! <laughs> uh, man, cut him like a steak. <laughs> so the bodyguard go jumping out. Thomasina shoot his ass dead. They go, oh, let's get out of here. The other hitman come up. Thomasino, take him out. He's shooting, but buddy get off a shot. That man kneecapped his ass. <laughs> and that's how he ended up on the goddamn crutches. And then they just carry his ass and put him in the back seat. Like, like wait a minute. <laughs> like, like what? I'm like, what hospital they took him to? I'm trying what to figure it uh, the uh, one around the corner from the bakery, probably. <laughs> I'm talking about somebody back, somebody back at somebody back of the house. That's why you up on them damn crutches. That's <laughs> uh, a good thing you ended up on crutches. Lost both his legs, probably. So, so yeah, we get that whole thing, and so they end up when they leave. Oh, Michael, say goodbye. But like I said, it just shows like how much Vito loved Michael over mm-hmm. the other kids. That's what it felt like. Yeah. So we come back to present day. Mama I mean, I don't want to say that because when Sonny died, that man was hurt. He was know. hurt because that was his firstborn son. Right. But I think let that would have been Michael. What not? Think about how he felt. He told them to leave the room when when they when they told him that Michael was the one that killed he the, tell him shit. He just waved his head like, yeah, he like <laughs> y'all get up out of here. Man, I gotta cry. That man, you know what I mean? Ugly cried in <laughs> But but I think he cried because the son, like you said, look how they massacred my boy. That was still his son, but that, that would have been Michael. That man would have probably died right then and there. So or better yet, what if he would have died in war? Shoot, Vito probably would have. Like man, I'm going to I'm going over there myself to take them out. Yeah, Lord, chill out, you know. <laughs> where, where, where Hitler? I, I need to see him right now. Okay. He killed my boy. Like I ain't do it personally, shit. So, so we get back to current day, and Mama Corleone, she didn't died. So they have yeah. a funeral for her. everybody pulled up. Connie ain't all wild and crazy like she was. Yeah, she ain't seem like she ain't got her shit together. And ain't no Merle either. Of course ain't no Merle. Broke boys. <laughs> Broke boys will go last that long. <laughs> so Connie's there. They're, they're Fredo. He there. And, you know, it, it's crazy like seeing Fredo. Well, not Fredo, but seeing Connie's like she's like his defender basically. Yeah, pretty much because, you know, the mother's going, so she has taken on the motherly role in the family now. Which is weird because she's the youngest of them all. Right. But it's the, I guess it's just that thing in that, you know, that culture or whatever where, you know. Yeah. Still, I mean, it's, it's still act like the mother. So, yeah. So it's like, well, Fredo's like, well, is Michael here? Can I see him? 
Like he, he ain't coming in until you leave. <laughs> Tom, Tom is not with the shits. Nah, they do that shit for you. Like he, like he, he can you get me for old times sake? Oh, not this time, God. Sally. <laughs> right. So, so Connor, she speak up. Where's Michael? He's in the boathouse. Oh, so she go out there, and you got Anthony and his sister sitting there. Like I need to talk to you alone. Look, get the kid and shit like they don't like. I ain't getting up, <laughs> right? They just sit there, like what the fuck? Yeah, like, I need finally. So kids, what you could you? Then he finally get up. Like, so, I, I guess. And like I say, Connie, and this feels like the beginnings of where she ends up in part. By the time she get to part three, because it's like. The way she comes to Michael, it's not like how she came to him the first time. No, she is she coming to him more on the, on the humble. Yeah, and it may be a thing just because you know the mother's dead. She don't, you know, what I mean, she may see things differently, and you know, she may not have that energy like she had beginning in the beginning of the movie. Only because too, she might I thought about it, it was like you know what I understood what you did. I maybe still don't like it, but I understood why you did it. You were just being like pop, being strong. Mm-hmm. No, nah, he just wanted to take his revenge. That's all. Yeah, so Connie was like, look, y'all, you need to make up with my, whatever he did, I don't need to know the logistics of, but whatever he did, you should forgive him. That's still your brother. So, whatever. I you know, guess. yeah, like go in the house, Fredo sitting at the table looking pitiful as shit. Yeah, they, him without that mustache to make him look more pitiful. <laughs> he look up and they had this moment, but he, but what's crazy? Fredo is genuinely looking at his brother like, like it's we, over with. Like, all right, yeah. we, you know what I mean? I'm, like, I'm, I'm I know sorry. You was mad. Yeah, I'm Michael looking at him like, man, whatever. Maybe we still gonna kill this motherfucker, right? Yeah, because he look over the alley. I was like, oh, so we still doing this, Michael? Basically, it's like the 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 he basically the, him I, to nod like, yeah, it's like, still over. Like, I'm like, all right, <laughs> you know, like all right, so. It's like okay, yeah, they back with the family now, and and all yeah, this type. Well, of- before we go there, him giving that nod was just so disrespectful to his parents, mm-hmm. to their family, and just imagine like Sonny. Let's imagine Sonny hearing that. Yeah, you gonna do what? What the fuck happened? If Sonny was alive. Oh, he, like he Michael, like I Michael. like I said, he deserved everything he got, man, because he just like yeah. And- and this, what what he does to Fredo is why he ends up the way he ends up in part three. Yeah, alone. Mm-hmm. Alone. Like he should have been. Like he should have been. You deserved everything you got. You yeah. you don't deserve to have any happiness in this life. Like, yeah, it's not you, so much. It, it was weird, but it's not so much how he did K, because he did K filthy too, but. Yeah, he kind of did. But you, like he said, I killed my brother. I killed my father's son. Yep. My mother's son. Yep. And when his ass was having the goddamn stroke in the kitchen, who he yelling for? Fredo! <laughs> Fredo! Stop. Stop. Don't bring that up right there. Save that. And they got their stroke and yelling for Fredo fire licking down like, man, motherfucker, you killed me. Because I'm surprised. It's just they be like, why are you screaming for Fredo? What's going on? You know, okay. All right, so let's get to that real she quick. Know. Yes. Yes. No, she didn't know. But I'm like, she absolutely didn't know because if she knew, she would have oh, put some in Michael's ass food, then poisoned his ass. 
No, she she probably did. waited that shit out, but she would have eventually got his ass. She would she would have did the Michael when she was trying to do the collar with that knife. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's what she would have did. <laughs> <laughs> but because oh okay, so it, it's weird how that whole thing go down where like she don't know or mm-hmm. even have like an idea because oh. he getting he talking to Anthony Fredo talking to Anthony about going fishing showing him about he's like he gonna show him a trick about how to catch you know the big fish and all this type of stuff and okay what the hell was Al out there doing with the boat in the because I'm like man, if you would have slipped your ass with a wet head first that got their water but I anyway I'm like damn you ain't good at your job either <laughs> So he but Michael, on. get these folks, bro. <laughs> well, 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 Al was actually, he probably was the most legitimate one of them all because he used to be a cop and then he did time in prison mm. and everything. But, but Al was still kind of, I don't know, Al was weird. But so he come over with the boat and everything and they getting in the boat. And then right before they, you know, get ready to cast off, they come calling, Michael. Uh, Anthony, your father wants to take you to Reno now. Like, really? Oh, like, fishing. Right. <laughs> he wants to go now. <laughs> All right, kid. Oh, I, I gotta go, kid. Yeah, I, I'll take you fishing tomorrow. And everything. Me and Al gonna go out here and catch these fish. Like, what the fuck Al know about, about fishing? No, right, nah, nah, Al don't need to come with me. I'm gonna go by myself. <laughs> yeah, Al, you can go. Hey, you got this boat. Let me go out here by myself. I'm gonna, but it's because he was feeling comfortable. Nothing like yeah, I'm Michael with the family. Feel comfortable. Yep. So, and you notice when they going out, Al looks back and see Michael standing there in the window, looking. Mm-hmm. So they go out there and everything, and doing the whole prayer and everything, and next thing you know, pow. And then he stands up to let him know it's done. But I'm like, how does Con- how did Connie not know? Like, Fredo drowned. Like, really? I don't he know drowned. what the fuck they told. I don't know what excuse they told Connie, but I guess she may have had an idea. She may have had an idea, but I guess she just never said it. She just never openly said it. Yeah, because like I said, it's just like I ain't gonna believe that shit. Like I, he mysteriously fell overboard and, and drowned. Like really? Okay. All right. If you say so. So we're tying up some more loose ends because Tom goes to see Frank Pantangeli. And this might be his best scene in the movie because he's not all the jokes is gone. He ain't joking. It's like, yeah, like he said, my life is over. And then after him basically, you know, reneging on the deal, his ass in prison, basically. And Tom goes to see him and they start talking about history and about like the Coleon family used to be like the Roman Empire and everything. And they start talking about, yeah, like people, you know, you know, if they fit for their families to still be taken care of, like you know, the turncoats, they was allowed, you know, if they went home, took a hot bath, slit their wrists, the families would be taken <laughs> Basically, care of. Tom is telling him what you need to do to get your family taken care of. Pretty much. And Frank say, all right, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> it's nice seeing you, Tom. Bye, bye, bye Tom. Bye, <laughs> Tom. So, and that's what he ended up doing, going in there. To, they got the, hey, come on, Frankie, go, go play up. What the hell are they playing? Some bullshit. Some bullshit. So, like, what the fuck? You been in that bathroom a long goddamn time. Like, what you doing in there? Kick the door in. Man, laid out, blood all over the goddamn tub. 
Frank out of there. So one last loose end he got to tie up. Good old Hyman Roth. The man that got caught in, in Israel. <laughs> they wouldn't let him stay. <laughs> so they oh, now prior to this, he, uh, Michael has a meeting with Tom. And this is basically like, can we get him? And Tom's like, it's impossible. Nothing's impossible. Like, Michael, like, no, nah, nothing impossible. We can get him. Rock so I guess he asked, oh, he asked Al, and Al's basically like, it ain't impossible, but we can, you know, we can slide some shit in there and get them. And that's why Rocco was like, yeah, I, I got this. You sure? Yeah, yeah, I got it. All right. You see where I've been sweating the last couple of days? Yeah, I got it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much longer I'm, I'm going to be around. Shit. Shit, so, your man was down bad when he brought it through that airport, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm listen as a former stroke victim. I'm just gonna say Roth was out here looking sprightly. That's all I'm gonna say. I ain't say how much time went past the LA, but he just like did he say two strokes or one stroke? Yeah, well, you just had one stroke, right? Yeah, I think it was just one stroke, right. but who knows? Yeah, he was an old man. So I'm like, man, how much time did this man really have? Because the way they talk, they like he had like a couple of days, you know, prior to this. <laughs> right. <laughs> so so they walking through the airport and then they pull up on it, like, we taking you into custody. He's like, man, whatever. Yeah, do do what y'all got to do. I don't, I don't give a fuck. So they interviewing him and everything. He's like, man, I, I came back to vote in the presidential election because they wouldn't give me an absentee ballot. I'm like, what the hell? So you see Rocco standing there. He, they laughing and everything, and then he pull a damn Jack Ruby, run up there on him, shoot him. Okay, what the, what the hell was Rocco? What was his getaway plan? Oh, I don't think it was a getaway plan. I think, like you said, he knew he didn't have so much time, though, so it was like, I lust. I want to do something good for the family before I get up out of here. Because they shoot him, the way he go down, it's like, oh, it's like, what the fuck was that? Like, probably, that was thank a- you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was some goofy shit. So, got Hyman Roth. And then <sighs> we get this we we transition to the to the to the flashback. And who do we see? <laughs> <laughs> Your man Sonny. Hey, what's up everybody? Like, wait a minute. Last time we saw you, your ass was laid like, out. Like, uh, did they shoot this prior to or did he come back for that one scene? No, that, no, they all came back for that one scene. Jesus, and, like, except for Marlon Brando, who said, "Nah, I'm not coming back." I'm out, bro. <laughs> yeah, I ain't doing this shit. <laughs> so yeah, they even got Ava Golden, got their Tessio to come back, but all of them came back, and it's like you seeing them at the happiest time. Mm-hmm. Everybody, because like you said, this is the first, this is the only time we see all four brothers mm-hmm. together, and they act like brothers. Like Fredo is like the goofy one. Sonny yeah. is the leader. And everything, but they kind of play with each other and all that type of stuff. And it's like, yeah, they was happy and that thing because they was getting ready for pop. It was pop. Oh, they meet, uh, oh, they meet Buddy uh, too for the first yeah, time. Carlo, yeah. yeah, yeah. Who was ironically Sonny's friend, right? Hey, I want y'all to meet my friend Carlo. Hey, uh, hey, kind of what? You, no, B, what you think? Of, what you think, Carlo? She's like, oh shit, oh he canceled and everything like this. Lo and behold, we know what happened later, but it's like everybody's just happy right now. And they talking and start. They talking about the war because it's it's basically a Pearl Harbor had happened and everything. And 
Sonny just going off about you know, and like I say, I'm only saying this because I'm quoting the movie and everything about them being Jap lovers and all this type of stuff. It's like now, Sonny, you talking he, real he was wrestling. He was reckless with his mouth. Like, what are you doing? And everything. So, you know, Michael Spico, like, I don't think they saps for, you know, they want to fight for their country. Like, they saps because they want to fight for their country. You don't go, you know, for no strangers and everything. So, oh, that's pop talking. Like, well, if that's how you feel, why don't you sign up? <laughs> I did. Hey. I dro- <laughs> Boy, <laughs> Sonny was about to choke him. <laughs> man, you saw how he pushed Tessie. Like, get the fuck off me. Like, oh, man, I'm fucking you up, too. <laughs> like, hey, you Tessie, want Tessie was like, listen, man, I'll shoot you. I ain't fighting you. <laughs> Right. Okay, I fuck with your daddy. <laughs> so they all get pissed, but it's funny. The only one that actually supported was Fredo. Um, yes. Oh, congratulations, Mike. Get the fuck yeah, out, get of shit out of here. <laughs> then they broke his wrist. I'm like, shit. Damn, son. They like what you're doing. Everything. So so he's like, kind of go show Carlo the um, the tree and all this. Like, get the fuck out of here. Beat the shit out of Michael, basically. So it's like, oh, he's coming. So Man, Tom, like, you know, me, we had plans, me and your father. We talked about it, about plans for you. Oh, talked yeah. about plans for me, for my future. My future. Okay. My yeah. Future. Your father had high hopes for you, Mikey. Like, come on. That's why we got you that deferment. No, it is. I didn't ask for it. Yeah, I didn't ask for that shit. That's what because that's what y'all wanted. So it's almost like a divide with Michael and his father. That maybe Vito don't know about, but Michael's like, I'm not doing anything that they doing. Mm-hmm. It ends up, you know what I mean? Yep. He ends up in the business. Father want him to be, uh, you know, out the business, making the name strong, clean. Yep. And so Connie come back in. Oh, he's here. So they all go out. Surprise! And Michael left sitting at that damn table by himself. By himself. Comes back to current. Well, it looked like some time had gone by because it hadn't got gray and got bags. Oh yeah, his little, yeah. They 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 definitely make sure they let you know the time has passed. And he's sitting out there on that bench. He just alone. It's like shit. So, what I what I was telling you um about why I remember why I don't watch this movie as mm-hmm. much as too damn long. Well, it's too <laughs> well. Okay, I own the DVD. Yeah, I, I got the yeah, I got the, the digital. So, and I forget that the damn thing is two discs. <laughs> <laughs> like shit. Oh yeah, shit. Oh, oh you ain't upgraded yet? No, no, I didn't. I, I need to get the blue. Matter of fact, I need to get all of them on Blu-ray. You might as well if they got it in four K. Let shit get the four K one. You know, I just might do that. But yeah, like watching it because I forgot exactly what part it stops at on the first disc. Then you put in the second one. Then like shit, we got. Like, that's almost like how do you do that? Remember when the Titanic came out mm-hmm. and it was two tapes? <laughs> and like, yeah. what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> that's basically what this is, right? But no, the real reason why I don't watch this movie, because I forget just how depressing it is. Like, because it's not a happy ending. It, it, it really, it's like, this man did all this dirt and yeah, he came out on top because like, like what him and Tom said about you know, I just want to take out all my enemies. Yeah, you took out all your enemies, but damn the hell, you took out, you, you pushed your family away. You ain't got shit. You got everything, but you got nothing at the same time. And I don't know, maybe because I'm getting older and it's like, shit. Like, damn, man. Like, shit, depressing. So, it's not a, you know, it's not a, 
it's one of those movies that's not a jovial, it's not a jovial ending. It's kind of like it is a depressing ending. It's a sad ending, especially when you get to the third one, because it's just like, all right. Oh, yeah, the third one is just like, man. Oh, and it ain't even depressing for Michael. It's like his fucking daughter. Uh, well, yeah, even well, though some nasty business is going on with it. What the hell, um, yeah, Francis um, Ford Copeland was yeah, thinking. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about it because that was some fucking nasty business. And that's his daughter in real life, too. Like, what are you doing? But what I'm else? just thinking, like, wait a minute. We're not going to talk about, like, this is like, this ain't like, they're not too far separated. What the fuck are we doing here? This is my brother's son, son. and my daughter. And, and Michael not even saying that you are family. He just saying it's dangerous. Like, we all, it's like, come on. It's really funny. Like, look. I looks to everybody like, come on. But it's like he ain't really like knock it off. You know, he ain't doing that. He's like, look, it's like you say, it's dangerous, but he ain't too pressed about it. So like, what, what, it's almost like some damn Game of Thrones, some damn Targaryen shit. Like, what y'all doing here? But whatever. But yeah, we're going to definitely talk about that because that's some filthy business. Um, But yeah, that's Godfather Part 2. I knew this episode was going to be long. If I'd have went scene by scene, it would have been, I wouldn't go do that shit. Yeah, and, you, and we didn't even go scene by scene. So. No, and it still was long. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, before we get up out of here, like always, um, favorite characters, because there's more than one. Uh, I think I really enjoyed Fredo and, like I said, Fredo and, um, Robert De Niro's characters. Okay. Uh, yeah, Fredo, Fredo and Vito was my favorites right now. Young Vito were my favorites. And Frank, Frank came in a strong third because that boy was. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, had any trouble for me. Uh, okay. <laughs> Got right away to the lobby. That man was heated. I was like, bro, you outside. You ain't in no lobby. What is wrong with you? Look, one thing this movie teaches old men out there and their son too long, they start acting crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. That made it a house. <laughs> so, I mean, for me, uh, I mean, like I say, from a character standpoint, Fredo really, like I said, John Cazell just was a great actor. And it just showed, like, damn, that dude, like, if his career he lost five, him too soon. Yeah, five movies, but they all was, and I've only seen four of his movies. I still need to watch the conversation. And then I yeah. completely. I can please with movies. You had to. I think that's gonna have to be one of those I'm bored days because that's they say that is a boring movie. But you know, I still want to see it eventually one day. But you know the thing about you know the okay you know the thing about the conversation that is supposed to be well, Enemy of the State is supposed to be like a offshoot sequel to the conversation. Oh, really? Because supposedly. Gene Hackman's character in Enemy of State is supposed to be his character from the conversation. Uh, I, you know, I think I heard somebody say that before. Yeah. So I was like, hmm, okay. So, yeah, but like I said, that if I, if I ever get the chance to well, get around to watching it, I completely you know I think I'm going to make that I'm going to make that my goal for uh 2023. I'm going to I'm going to watch the conversation. Yeah, gotta watch it at some point just so I can say I, I've seen all. Yeah, five just say, yeah, movies. you know, so you know, so you know, you can have a conversation actually about it. Like, yeah, I did watch it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, 
Because, like I say, just because of John Cazale's acting as Fredo, it's like, oh yeah, yes, that's Absolutely. why he's an MVP for me. Yeah, he goofy the characters at some points, but it's just him in certain scenes. Like, yeah, you you understand his motivations mm-hmm. for some stuff he did. Um, I mean, fr- look, Frank Pantangeli. I mean, just <laughs> you take out some of his stuff, the movie really would just be a completely. Down movie, really. Yeah, he he definitely he brought the energy. He definitely had the energy about the movie every time he would pop in. Yeah, and and of course Robert De Niro as Vito just was too cool. I mean, I wish they would have did like a full movie with his rise to power. He, just him being young Vito. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I the stuff that we, that. yeah, because the stuff that we get with him is like, yeah, I want to see more of this. Actually, yeah, I wanted more too. I was like, I wouldn't have been mad if we just had a straight up young Vito movie. Yeah. Save that Michael shit for you know what I mean. Save that for later. Because <laughs> matter if you think about it, Godfather Two could have been the rise of Vito, yeah. and then Godfather could, Three his could have been whole movie. Yeah, could have been third Michael. Could have been all Michael stuff. Yep. Yeah. And then ugh, next. <laughs> so if you had to rate the movie out of what five? Oh, I told you last time five. <laughs> like these two are strong. Like the Godfather, Godfather Two are two strong fives. All right. Well, hey, look, no argument for me. I'm, I'm, I'm giving it five off. So it's gonna be interesting to see what we rate the third one. Yeah, because I think <laughs> we're gonna be the same, but I think we're gonna be a little bit different for different reasons. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. All right. So yeah, that's that's Godfather Two. We made it. We survived to the end, unlike some a lot of characters in this movie. <laughs> um. So Jeff, uh, floor is yours. Anything you want to promote? Plug. Hey, I've been on here so many times. Y'all just follow me on Jeff versus the world on Twitter. And if you want to listen to any of my shows, you can go to Jeff versus the world podcast.com. Find them there. Or just type in Jeff versus the world podcast, wherever you, you know, wherever you listen to me at and check out my show. Uh, so I don't know when people are going to be listening to this. When are you putting this out? Uh, this is going up tomorrow, actually. Okay. So hard target. Will be out by then. Hard Target, 1993. Jean Claude Van Damme will be out. 1993. Hard Target. Me and Shahid had a hell of a time talking about this film. <laughs> I can't wait to listen to that. <laughs> Chance Boudreaux. You know what? It's funny because you know I did Hard Target, like right uh-huh. two years ago. Yeah. See, I like I told. I gotta go back and really listen to your old old shows, like from the beginning. I got to get back into putting um, the ones I still got on SoundCloud over to the website. That's what I need to do. Because that's what I've been doing. I do them like I periodically like do like throwback episodes. I just take one of them old episodes and put it over there. But I did this one two years. Yeah, I did Hard Target two years ago. It was around the time when The Hunt came out. So I kind of lined it up. I was like, okay, to kind of coincide with that movie. Let me do Hard Target since it was somewhat similar about people being hunted anyway. Oh, oh! So I'm gonna get you to come with us when we do surviving the game, man. Because we definitely talked about that, and it was like I was like, you know, surviving the game came out a year later after <laughs> Hard Target. I see the pair of braids. Good God, <laughs> Charles! Look, the fact that they had Charles S. Dutton with running around run, like with, he say running around talking like a Republican. But the thing you had, look. You had Charles S. Dutton, Rucker Howard, and Gary Busey on the same team. Like, what How? the hell? Like, wait a How? minute. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, oh my God. That 
I wouldn't have trust if I saw the three of them together. I'm like, man, I ain't going nowhere with y'all. Nah, something up with this shit. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Like, really? Especially Charles, you the only black man with these dudes? No, nah, yeah, but Ice T was broke, so he was like, fuck it. Yeah. But <sighs> yeah, so we will be coming back to do Godfather 3 to round this whole thing out for the month of December. Uh yeah. I know we're gonna have a lot of thoughts, <laughs> a lot of stuff in that movie, and I can't wait for it. So, yeah. Until next time, we gonna get up out of here and peace, peace.